this is big. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Every <Whoops>. time. <laughs> All right, let's try it again. This is Big D and Shade from Takayaki Anime. Oh! And today we are back with monthly catch up. We're gonna be talking about the our initial thoughts for the fall season of 2017. There are some pretty good ones out there this season too. Yes. Uh, as we did uh, two episodes ago, we were interested in 18 shows. But today <laughs> we're, we're gonna be talking about almost all of them. Just a few. Yep. Um, the first show we're going to be talking about is Black Clover. This, like, okay, I'm going to be fully honest with you. I'm, like, on the fence with this one. I really am. Mm-hmm. You watch this one? Yes. You seen this one? Yep. Okay. Is it just me? I'm sure you probably know what I'm about to say. Is it just me, or is the little kid main character annoying as hell the way he talks? Yes. I'm like... Dude, tone it down a notch. <laughs> Holy crap. I mean, when he's talking normally, just like we are right now, he's great. I, c I can relate to him as a character, a great character. But when then he's, he's like, talking for normally, solid just like five right. minutes, is just screaming, shouting, and yelling every little thing that he's saying off the top of his head. I'm like, oh my god, shut up. Yeah, so um, I had heard from another... Um, Twitch streamer that's also in the anime that uh, it's a brand new uh, like that's a brand new voice actor and like that's his first role uh, so my thing is is that his fault or is that the director's fault because uh, you gotta give the okay for that many episodes to be all the same so uh, yeah but I mean I okay well I'm not saying I'm not even blaming who who's doing it I'm just saying whoever's decision it was to make the character that way like I get they want him to be like full of energy and just on it all the time I mean he is just moving and grooving and always doing stuff like I get it but they could have gone about it a different way than just making him like basically screaming everything he's saying every single second yeah so but Aside from that, and this is what keeps me coming back and watching it, because you know, you know, you know me. If I have an annoying character, that almost immediately makes me want to just stop watching. The character is yeah. just that annoying. I'm like, I cannot stand him. Just like with uh, Bahamut, that character, he annoyed the crap out of me, and I could not stand watching it because of that character. Um, and he's right there with me on that. I can. This character is so annoying. But the overall storyline and everything that's going on about it, I'm a fantasy buff. I'm, I love everything that's going on besides that. You know, everyone has magical powers. Um, they're, you know, and you have, and this, again, this is an underdog story. These are the people that they don't think they're going to amount to much. They don't think much of them because they started at very humble beginnings. They were orphans. And now they have a chance to be, what do they call them? The Wizard King. Yeah. And whatnot, and and like you know, you're rooting for them, and it's you know their accomplishments. Just like with any underdog story, their accomplishments feel like your accomplishments. You feel great with them. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Show them who's boss. You know, the dude. Uh, which episode are you on? Three. Okay. They so you they walked up to the castle. Oh, okay. Well, there's it's in the next episode. Um, they have their they start their their I guess prelims as far as 
qualifying to be a magic knight or whatever. And one dude, you know, it's typical because he has no magic powers other than the huge sword that he wields that comes out of nowhere. Um, so during the prelims and, and tryouts, you know, he's not doing much, obviously, because he can't. He doesn't have any magical powers. Um, and then someone was, like, pretty much making fun of him, saying, oh, you're going to be a pushover, this, that, and the other thing. And he puts out, like, this ultimate defense where it's like he can shoot things as well as he's shielded all around. And he's like, ah, try to do your best and get through because he thinks he can't do anything. And then that's when he pulls out his sword and absolutely annihilates the dude. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it's those situations like that. You're like, yeah, hell yeah, you showed him his buzz. And then he starts talking, and I'm like, shut up, please. Stop. <laughs> Just shut up. Come on. You were doing so well. We liked you. Now we don't like you anymore. I, I don't know what to say. But, um, you know, and visually, it's absolutely great the way they do, like, uh, the first dude they came across with the chains, how they were, like, coming out of everywhere. I like that. The chains were a little ugly, but I do like how it was laid out and everything. Yeah. It, was, it's, I mean, it wasn't should, as bad as Handshakers, but it as soon as that happened, I was no. like, oh, this looks no, no, like no, Handshakers. No. Like, it, it wasn't, it, and like I said, it wasn't like beautiful as in like, you know, I'm not talking about um, bones quality, like material here. I'm just saying as far as like how everything came out and I'm like, this, yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, subtle. I'm right there. <laughs> it was subtle. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Subtle yeah. and stylistic. It's subtle, and I appreciate that. If that's the direction that they're going in, I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, it's it's story-wise, I'm on board. I, I want to see them succeed. I want to see what happens. I want to see why he's got the black clover, which is, you know, unheard of or whatever for anyone to have black clover uh, grimorum. Um, yeah. And then just, is it because it's a black clover, or is it because it's a five leaf clover? I think it's both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's never been, or there's rarely ever. Like, well, I want to say the four leaf is a rarity. The five leaf black clover is like unheard of. Yeah. Because like everyone he's come across with has been like, what? What does he have? Why? What is this thing? And then all of a sudden he pulls out the giant sword, and they're like, oh crap i guess that's cool that nobody knows about it because if everybody knew that it was like demonic powers then i feel like everybody would be attacking him yeah but it's like it kind of seems like it is at the same time though it's it's he's more actually i don't know if it's more consciously or if or whatnot but he's actually kind of controlling it kind of yeah so like brute force (laughs) yeah through sheer willpower which shows you just how much sheer willpower he has um, but you know, and, and I appreciate, okay. So, and, and, in, and I guess in that sense too, they kind of have a, um, what is that old, um, the odd couple type, uh, dynamic going on between him and the other guy, because him, you have loud, annoying, obnoxious, yeah. brute force, strength and everything. The other dude, you have quiet, kind of more or less laid back to a point, brilliant, great yeah. magical powers, uh, and everything so it's i guess they were wanting to go with a dynamic in between the two of those yeah where you don't like where polar opposites of each other but they're still friends and everything yeah. you know so there's a lot there's a lot i, I enjoy and there's a lot I, I like about it but there's also just the just blaring just oh my god just shut him up sometimes <laughs> the air horn I, <laughs> <laughs> they took the air horn out everything would be awesome Exactly. Yeah. It's just like they just I randomly they're just like 
And I'm like, no, stop it. Go back. That's not okay. We were doing fine before that. And now I'm just like, okay, fine. So, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it's only the beginning of the show, so I don't really see um, it where it's going. I can see they're going to get into um, the... Uh, the entry tournament and stuff like that. And they're going to basically mow over the beginning of the competition, but then you'll start meeting other characters who they'll actually become friends with in the future, like most Shonen Go. And they'll have a tough time fighting against those, and they will end up, like, expanding the cast and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's pretty interesting. Um, if he if he calms down a little bit, then I'll, um, I'll be absolutely on board with the show. Even if he doesn't calm down a little bit, it's, yeah, it's annoying, but I can I can get over that part um i i i, I cringe every time i do it I swear <laughs> i cringe every single time i will say i can already it is shonen so it's very predictable in a lot of ways mm-hmm. you can already see where things are going to play out and just like you were saying in this next episode they actually meet the heads of the 13 night organizations yeah because the the those are the ones actually like they're I guess judging them, kind of seeing what they're what they're worth, and then if they want to actually accept them into their whatever ones they're in, kind of thing. Um, and I can already see where the loud, annoying, obnoxious one is. Like you meet his his uh, commander like pretty much right off the bat, and I'm like, yep, nope, he's definitely gonna go with him. I can totally see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a, one he's going with, he's got to be like the the outcast. The uh, everyone's just like, oh, I don't want to go with him. He's just like, because like at one point he ran ran into him and he picks bodily picks up the little the kid by his head and starts squeezing with one hand his skull, saying he's gonna crush him because he annoyed him. Oh, and I'm wow. like, well, I, I get I get that. I'm like, totally get that. Trust me. <laughs> um, but then at one point he reaches up and grabs the kid, grabs his arm. And all of a sudden, you can see the muscles just bulge on his arms as he's like almost, almost to the point where he can actually take his hand off of his head. And you can see the, the kind of a slight shock, surprise look on his face of going, oh, okay. Before all of a sudden, everyone else showed up and he had to stop. <laughs> so, That's cool. I do like, like how right, it has I'm- that aspect of like, in that, there's a TV show called The Voice, where it's like three, like, team yeah. leaders and they have yeah, to like yeah, take yeah, if they're yeah. gonna train them that's kind of like, funny how like, huh? you, you and you yeah yeah so um yeah i'm a i'm a i don't know <laughs> if somebody shows this season um it is on my list to finish but because of the air horn i may drop it for now and pick it up later on you have a little more time yeah focus on the ones you really want to watch instead yeah. of the uh yeah no i get you because again it's a tr- it's a struggle for me half time. I'm like, uh, do I really want to put myself through this again? <laughs> so, anyways. All right. So the next show we're gonna be talking about is Hoseki no Kuni or Land of the Lustrous. This is on you, isn't it? Yes. This is actually okay, a show that somebody um somebody commented on and wanted us to look at it. Um, I it's a br- it's a studio Wait. that I don't really know about. Is this one on Amazon yes. Strike? Yes. Okay, no wonder. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't hear about this one. Yeah. Oh, that's why I didn't hear about this one. God yeah, damn um, it, Amazon. And on Twitter, Crunchyroll kept putting out a bunch of videos about this show. And then um, the one person commented, so I wanted to go ahead and like see what everybody's talking about. Um, the studio's okay. Orange, and I don't know anything that they've worked on. 
So <laughs> it's like a whole completely brand new thing. You definitely uh, won't watch it because it's all CG. Oh, uh, God. And it's basically a, um, a kind of strange story where um, there are these life forms, hum- humanoid life forms, that are made out of gems. So, like, somebody's body would be made out of diamond. Somebody would be made out of um, rubies. See, I, I, I swear, when you first said that, instead of gems, J-E, or G-E-M-S, I thought you said gems. G-Y-M-S. I was like, made out of gems? <laughs> what? You got a punching bag for an arm. <laughs> I'm like, what? Okay. Treadmill for a leg. <laughs> but, uh, keep going. So everyone's made out of gems. Gotcha. Yeah, except for the main guy. They haven't really said, if they said it, I don't know. But um, it's like a lot of um gems I've never heard of, like phos- phosphos- phosphosilium something. Um, but it's like a turquoise gym, and that's my favorite color. So I'm like, ooh, I like her. But she's the most annoying character. So <laughs> it kind of makes me is sad. Is this the season for annoying characters? Is that what that is? I guess so. But um, other than the main character being boring, um, I can see why they decided to make this show in all CG. Because the style that they went for this show, it'll be really hard to like reenact all of that in 2D. Like... The way that the light shines through the gems and all of that kind of stuff, it's like you. It's much easier to do that in three D. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I ha- like, one issue about the show that I have is like the character designs. Like, they kind of have like really, really high butts or like super long legs, and like they're kind of <laughs> like dumpy looking. Like I don't know, okay, everybody's I, body is no, like the I, same design. I, I kind of see that. I kind of see that because on the picture that you have for that, yeah. yeah. They have like really like almost almost like a giraffe type legs kind of thing. Yeah. Going on there. And like their their like hip region is kind of like popped out like a bubble butt. It's weird. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so other than like my issues with the character designs, um, the story is actually pretty interesting. Some parts of it they kind of teach you about how gems are different uh, different from each other. Like there's two different styles of diamonds. Um, I think in the third episode they explain like there's the diamond that as soon as you say diamond it's the diamond that you think of it's the diamond that they put in jewelry and all that kind of stuff but then there's also industrial diamonds which are like the diamonds that they put on the ends of like drills and stuff and Mm -hmm. those aren't the pretty diamonds those are like the durable diamonds the um the pretty ones that you see inside of jewelry and everything yeah they're hard because like because diamonds are hard but if you hit them in a certain way they're they they shatter mm-hmm. rather than uh well they shatter and the industrial ones don't shatter really because of the molecular structure structure of them or something like that and uh, <laughs> it's it's something so it's that a, i've it's a science lesson in anime form yeah and they don't they don't do like like the way some shonen shows teach you where they're like oh here's a chart about diamonds this character is like this diamond because of blah blah and blah and this character is like that no it's like this emotional thing where it's like you have two characters who are both diamonds one's way more durable than the other and you get introduced to the diamond that you think of right off the bat and she's fighting monsters and everything and like she's fending off attacks but she's getting like all of these fractures inside of her weapons and she's like it's like 
shattered like little pieces are like shattering off of her and then all of a sudden the other diamond comes in and she has absolutely no problem fighting all the monsters and everything and she kind of like it's one of the things where it's like you have the one per like basically like the 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 hero protecting the princess but the princess is actually strong and she can fight too but the the hero that's trying to protect her is like no stay over here don't get don't get in the way i'll take care of everything i don't want you to get hurt and it's one of the things where she's like i can fight too i want to help and they kind of interweave like why the other diamond doesn't want her to help by explaining that she's fragile in certain ways and stuff like that and gotcha it was a perfect way to kind of feed in like the differences between diamonds so i do like that aspect of it but then the main character showed up and started being stupid again so i was kind of <laughs> annoyed uh, animation quality like animation CG quality style i'm not sure what they call it but um it's typical cg for anime so i'm not it's not anything to write home about it's like oh yeah it's another cg show um gotcha but which is funny too because you look at that that picture that you have there and i would not think that it was cg i honestly wouldn't yeah as soon as soon as you like watch any scene of it you're like oh, okay yeah cg <laughs> gotcha but um yeah it's a pretty interesting story and i really like how they um like throw facts and stuff like that in there so um so would this be one you could continue watching, or? Uh, it's one of them things where it's like the characters look kind of dumpy, and like the main character's annoying, so I'm like, there's like 10 other shows that I actually really want to watch, so for this season, <laughs> it's like for this season, I have my like 10 or less shows that I'm going to follow all the way through, and these will follow, they'll, these will get put on the list, and I'm actually working on the list, so <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I will get back to that one. All right. The next show we're going to be talking about is Infinity Force. Yeah. You're just rolling out with the CGs now, aren't you? You're getting them out of the way early on. So, yeah, this is another full CG um, show. But this is really good. I recommend this one to you. Really? Just like how you explained, like, many, many seasons ago when um, Kingsglaive came out that, um... The only CG you're interested in is Final Fantasy style uh, CG. Yeah, 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 yeah. They either put a big budget or some really, really talented people on here to where I'm like, this is 25% off Final Fantasy animation. Like, the movements there, the textures are there. Uh-huh. I forget that it's CG sometimes. So, um, it's not an anime strike. Of course. It's not. It's, oh, it's not, not. No, it's it not an anime strike. It's not on Funimation. It's not on Crunchyroll. For some reason, um, Viz, the people who um, do like the Naruto manga and stuff like that, yeah. they put this show on their website where you can stream. You can watch it for free and commercials and all that kind of stuff. And the service that it's actually on is called TubiTV. T-U-B-I.TV. Huh. So. If anybody wants to watch this show, it's on Tubi TV or Viz, the actual official Viz website. I'm gonna have to look that up then. Yes. So, I, I didn't. I didn't see it on Crunchyroll, which is usually my go-to. So I figured it was probably on Anime Strike, and then, and then I saw it was CG, and I was like, eh, I might yeah. just forego it anyway. So. Yeah. So I say definitely check this out, especially because you had um, when I was talking about G Force. Uh, I think you had watched it before, right? Yeah, yeah, I watched yeah, so, the original. Yeah, yeah, so I would say um, definitely check this out. It's really, really good. Very nice animation, very good. Um, now, uh, did you watch the original? 
Huh? Did you watch the original? Yeah, back in 96 or 7, I was watching yeah, G-Force when I was on Cartoon Network. pretty far back there, but, I mean, does it... Is it like a reboot or is it taking? Well, that's what that's what I'm that's what I'm getting to. So oh, okay. um, this show is not just G Force. Um, okay. This is a show. Um, the T in in the T in Infinity. God, there's so many NTs. Um, stands for Tat. Uh, what I'm assuming it stands for Tatsunoko. Um, they do a lot of superhero shows. So instead of this being just Gacha Man or G Force, it's Gacha Man. It's um. I have to I have to look up the actual names, but um, it's like five different superhero shows that they've had like back in the eighties and stuff like that, and it's basically all the leaders. Into- yeah, all the leaders from each of those um series get pulled into another world, and I'm assuming all How of. How the- do they explain that? Yeah, it's 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 cool. It's a, it's a cool way that they all get sucked in. Um, <laughs> so you see the girl and like she's holding like this. Like a pencil. Yeah. Um, for some reason, that like controls dimensions and stuff like that, and it, it made all the worlds blend together. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, that's just a that's just an anime cop out, right yeah. there. That is seriously, <laughs> an anime explanation cop out, like all full force on that. Jeez. Yeah. So it's like this magic pen, giant magic pencil that combines the worlds of like uh, Gatchaman, Kashern and two or three other heroes and i think also the villains get pulled into that world too so it's like the tatsunoko justice league versus the tatsunoko villain league legion of doom (laughs) whatever it's called (laughs) so um, it's really really cool and the animation is really really nice so i'm definitely gonna keep this one up i wish that i could watch it without commercials because i'm already I already have like a bunch of different services that I don't have to listen to commercials for. So um, I'm probably going to wait for this one and just go ahead and buy it because I already like G-Force. I already like where it's going and uh-huh. I want to watch it without commercials. So <laughs> I might see if I can pick it up. That way, at least someone can talk about it at the end of the season, see what's going on with it, see where it's heading towards. Yeah, if you pick it up, then I'll go ahead and sit through the commercials and watch it all to the end. But um, if you don't, then I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put it on the list because... Um, it's a really, really good show. Really, really nicely animated. And I I don't want to keep getting those commercial breaks breaking up the action. So Yeah, yeah. Well, I might... I'll, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll give it at least a sh- I'll give it a shot. Yeah. If I can actually stand... If it's good enough and I'm not bothered by the CG, I might I give it a shot and continue it. So Yeah, so I'll say definitely. 2VTV or viz.com or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably go to viz. The next show we're going to be talking about is Inuyashiki. Yashiki. Yes. This one mine? No. Oh. No, I meant to pick this one up, but yep. again, this one's on Anime <laughs> Strike, isn't it? Yup. Yeah. <laughs> hell. Yeah. So. Oh, when, I was looking, when I was looking over animes that I, was, I talked about how I wanted to see... I was like, I know there's one I'm missing, and <laughs> I, I saw, I came across it, and I looked it up, and they were like, "Anime Strike, son of a, <laughs> you, <laughs> I hate you, Amazon, stop taking these shows." So, uh, yes, you will definitely like this. Um, there's one weird thing about it; um, it switches back between 2D and CG, like almost every other scene. Like, there's this dog. And, like, in some scenes, the dog's, like, 2D, and I'm like, ah, look at the puppy. And then it switches over, and I'm like, ah, look at the robot. 
and then it switches again. I'm like, ah, it's a puppy again. So, like me, I'm like, I I went to school for 3D, so I can see the difference between 2D and 3D. And um, it's like just jar. It's like, oh, now he's a CG dog. Oh, now he's 2D. Oh, now he's CG. Oh, now he's 2D. And then like they just keep switching back and forth, back and forth. It's um, I've gotten used to it now because um, the story has actually picked up to the point where I don't even care. Like if it. The only time I notice it is when it slows down. So right now it hasn't gotten to the point of what you see in the picture in episode three, but you know it's coming. Um, Storyline wise, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna explain up until um, the picture. So basically, gotcha. the uh, the old man he's basically like a he's an elderly father. So like he looks like he's in his fifties, going on sixties. And he has kids who are in teen, like in high school. Um, the wife, she looks like she might be in her 40s or so, or something like that. And um, everybody treats the dad like garbage. It sucks. It's it's all the episode begins almost like Kotora, where it's just sad and all these bad things are happening. And you're like, come on, dude. And it's all slow. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna keep this up. And then um, he finds a dog. And, um, he, he, uh, he, yeah, he finds his body. He's like, ah, oh, I got a dog now. It's just somebody who will just give him affection because his family's just terrible. Um, and he takes the dog home and everybody, he's like, hey, everybody, I got a dog. And she's all like, they're all like, oh, we don't want a dog. And they're like, ah, hey, blah, blah, blah. So, um, the dog keeps barking at certain things. Like there's weird things happening in the neighborhood and the dog keeps barking. So everybody's all like, keep him outside or whatever. So he keeps the dog in his room. And uh, then he takes the dog out to uh, to the park to for a walk one night, and um, he ends up coming across that guy in the picture, and they're both mm. just out at night, like just I don't know, looking at the stars, or whatever. And then all of a sudden, this alien spaceship like slams on its brakes and just like, vroom, like the whole world's like dimension splitting kind of stuff. And then um, they end up crashing into those two guys, disintegrating them. And they're like, oh, crap, we hit two people. They're like, what are we going to do? They're like, oh, I don't know. Um, um, do we have, like, replacement bodies? And they're like, oh, we only got these two weaponized units. They're like, whatever, whatever, let's get out of here. And he, like, <laughs> puts the two guys back and it just teleports off somewhere else. And me, I'm like, that's actually super funny. Like, so just, <laughs> just like some drunk aliens just accidentally slammed into the earth for a second and, like, disintegrated two people. So, like, that was super cool. Um... So the guy, the guy and the old guy wake up uh, later on, um, and they start noticing like things are kind of off, and then they finally realize that they're both um, like these androids and everything. And one person uses it for good, one person uses it for evil. And across the next two episodes, you see those two two sides kind of intertwine, and then they actually confront each other, and then one dude just takes off, and you're like, go get him. And the other person doesn't know how to use their powers all the way, so he can't. Ah. So I'm like, ah, this show is good. I'm continuing it definitely. So <sighs> maybe at some point when uh, Amazon gets it doesn't have a stranglehold on it anymore, I might be able to pick it up. Freaking Amazon. Yeah, um, yeah, it is so so cool. Um, I could definitely see where it's going. Um, it had a pretty violent begin. Is it? 
Isn't this season like the season of violence, cracked cell phones, and like blood? Because I'm like... Well, it, it is like the Halloween time frame. I guess I mean. so. There's so many violent shows this season. I'm like, Jesus. Uh, uh, yeah, trust me. <laughs> I know we're, we're going to get to it, but have you... Look, have you? Did you look in the Kings game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Oh I, my I, God. You say violent. That's the first thing that pops into my mind. Is I'm like, that was like Uber. Like, holy crap. Yeah. Reminded me a lot of times, like when they cry, kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, definitely gonna check it out. Um, I can't wait to see, um, both of them like get control of their powers and actually do some proper fights. But um, yeah, it's well, a learning process. You know how it is always in the beginning when someone gets a new ability or, yeah. or powers or whatever. Entire they aren't quite body. sure how to use them. They yeah. gotta do some little little staggering around. Eventually <laughs> they get the hang of it. So yeah, I bet this is a great show. Um, next show we're gonna be talking about is Juni Tyson or what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> or what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> the Zodiac War one. Zodiac Wars, yeah. Zodiac yeah. Wars. Did you watch this one? Yes. This one's nuts. This this is one of the ones I remember watching it, and after like the first two episodes, I'm thinking to myself, I'm hoping Big D isn't like his usual and gets that whole favorite character thing because it oh, seems like every happened. time, every time you start getting involved with a character, it's like, oh, now they're dead. Yep, oh, that happened the very dude. first episode. Oh, they're dead. Yeah, literally, you're like, you're learning all this stuff. I'm like, okay, so this is the main character. This is the one we're rooting for. This is the one where, and it's like, no. no. <laughs> and she's dead. <laughs> and, and that one's dead. And that one's dead. I'm like, some of them I, I agree totally with. I'm like, okay, yeah, that person needed to die. That that person probably is better off. Not, yeah, let's just continue on there. And I'm just like, holy crap. But like, I, this I even know it's a, an uber violent because dear lord is it is it uber violent? Um, just with like it's the first person dying all of a sudden out of nowhere with like a uh, what is it? They're they got pretty much got skewered through or something. Out of nowhere, that lady yeah. just basically cut throat, and I'm like, what the hell? And of course, seeing that one dude decapitated, I was just like, holy crap. Um, but I'm liking, even though you keep, we keep losing people every time we learn about them, basically, I am liking <laughs> the, the backstory on them. You know what I mean? I'm liking yeah. to learn they're all, even though they're all warriors, even though they're all in it to like kill each other eventually to, to, and whatnot. The fact that they're all very unique in their own way and what they can do and their abilities and their powers and, and their personalities are all different. Um, it really makes me like you. You really kind of feel for it, and and you're you're you kind of get involved with it, which is great. Um, I will say the main dude who's in charge of it, I guess. I don't like his. He's kind of annoying. Everybody, so, clap your hands. I, I, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is not the time or place for that. This is serious business here, and you're like. You're like it's like a carnival for you or something. I'm like I expected him. His his character seems like it would be in place of like Ringling Brothers or something like that. Yeah. I, hopefully, I'm like seriously, dude. You're just not. You're not supposed to be here. Who's the person that's supposed to be here? Because you're not it. Obviously, <laughs> you're like a fill-in right now. Uh, but no, it's like it's it's very 
interesting and like even with like say uh, the monkey girl like they they even kind of humanize them in yeah a way too. you know they have these abilities they have these powers they're very well trained they're killers and whatnot but in the same sense you do get to see that they are still human in their own way so i like yeah. the fact that they didn't go too far into the superhuman type aspect of it they just gave them like abilities and the knowledge on how to use them effectively kind of thing yeah um every time an episode began once i noticed that whoever talks the most in the episode is probably gonna be dead at the end of the episode i was like (laughs) as soon as it got to episode three i'm like no i like her but then they (laughs) broke the formula so i'm like ah okay i think yeah but uh, I'm a little worried. Um, I I had two like I had two favorite characters. One is the old guy because he's I don't know he seemed kind of sly at the beginning. Like he made a kind of weird comment. Like never was like yeah, anybody have any questions? He's like oh I have a question. Blah blah blah. And he's like oh, okay. I'm like hmm. They haven't shown that old guy that much. And I'm like he yeah. looks kind of cool with bombs and stuff like that. And then um, the other character, they wasted her. She was so freaking cool. The way she fought at the beginning when she was younger. And then she turned into a jerk. And then she died. (laughs) And I'm like, what happened? But um, yeah, I do like how we don't really know where everybody is. And there's some people who keep showing up over and over. And you can tell that they're going to be like long lasting characters. But then I do like that you don't know where, where everybody else is. So. And they're not really showing, like, there's something, everyone's, the two characters that everyone's afraid of, one being the rabbit dude. Yeah. And and at least you know why that is. You've seen that. You're like, yeah. oh, crap, he resurrects people to fight for him. You know, that's pretty messed up. But then um, the bull, everyone's, ox? he's the slaughter king or, or like the. The ox? Yeah. The yeah, ox. dude with the little <laughs> yeah. goalpost on his head. <laughs> everyone's afraid of him yeah and you haven't seen really a reason as to why i feel other than that everybody he met is dead already um other than that no you haven't seen it i'm like what is it that he does oh yeah everyone yeah yeah that's something. true that's true. everyone does something i want to know what does he do what is his thing? Because like everyone's got like something for them as yeah. a special ability a power of some sort and I'm just like, if he's the one everyone's afraid of, we know why they're afraid of the rabbit dude. We don't know why they're afraid of him. Yeah. And I want to know what is what is his deal? What is mm-hmm. it that makes him as a, as efficient a killer as he is? Yeah. Uh, another so, person I want to know about is the mouse. So I'm like, yeah. All he did is go to the grocery store and sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But there's something about him. There's something yeah. about him that, that that he is at least competent in what he can do. Yeah. So, because you you know by now, especially after the the was it the rooster? Yeah. Um, you know because you know she had that vibe of I don't know what the hell, what I'm doing, but you knew she in in the end you're like okay no she definitely knows what it is that she's doing. Ah, uh, um, I do like so, how her trick backfired on her because when yeah. she. She came across that dude, and he was, she was like, I think I should run, and her body's like, bring it. And she's like, no, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. We got to get yeah. out of here. And he's yeah. like, come yeah. on, man. And I'm like, I love that. 
Nobody betrayed her. It was great. It's like, since you know, since she looked like she didn't know what she was doing, but she did know what she was doing, the fact that this mouse, the rat dude, looks like he doesn't know what he's doing, or at least doesn't care about what he's doing, you know for a fact he's got something going on. Oh, yeah. He's got to have something going on. So, yeah, I'm curious about him, too, so. Cool. Curious uh, what the dynamic between him and the the monkey is going to end up being. Yeah, I'm like they haven't really showed a lot of the other people. Like yeah. they've shown them in like a scene here or there, but they haven't actually gotten into their character. So I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Like these four people who are about to fight right now, how many of them are they going to kill off? And then if they kill off most of them, then are we just going to switch to all of the other characters? Or I don't know. I or, feel like, are I feel they like all going to split up and each person is going to confront one of the last few characters remaining? I like, feel like the monkey is going to be a long-lasting character. Hmm. I feel like she's going to survive. She's probably going to survive, and then she's going to have a tragic end towards the end. Okay. I can see that. Because she's the most human out of all of them, in a way, mm-hmm. that I've seen so far, at least. I yeah. feel like the monkey, the ox, maybe the old dude, and like one other is going to be like towards the end, where we're, we're going to be like Battle Royale at the end here. Yeah. I don't think the cheetah's going to do anything. I think this this fight that they're having right now with the uh, the the monkey and the rat, I think the rat's going to going to going to bite it. I hope not. He, he like he has so much potential. He does. And I want to see what he does, but I think that he's going to bite it simply because he doesn't well, either he's going to bite it or the monkey's going to bite it because she's going to try to to help him okay. and that's going to be her tragic end so either way one of them in this this scenario is gonna is gonna not come through i have a feeling okay they're not gonna both come out of this all right yeah this is cool um i like how you can't tell right away because they've built up each character so much yeah that it'll hurt no matter who who dies next yeah oh yeah so um i hope the rest of the characters get enough like that much development too like, I want to, I don't want the other ones to just be like, okay, now we got six people left and they just go through all of those people without developing them. There, I, I think there's going to be some development for each one, I feel like. But I think it's going to be just like all the other ones where it's going to be like, develop, dead, develop, dead, develop, dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I would, I would, I would like for them to do that too. Because they, they did that for the first three episodes. Then after this battle, then the next three episodes, you meet each person as they die. And then you get yeah. uh, team A versus team B. And then they all go at the end yeah that'd be cool that'd be a nice little wrap up for 12 episodes if it's gonna be that long i feel like it's gonna be a 12 episode cool all right the next show we're gonna be talking about is kekai sensen and beyond or blood blockade battlefront and beyond yes um i know this one's probably all me on this one yeah. It? <laughs> yeah i figured so i mean this in the first season there was a major happening there was a major focus you know basically their whole world was about to come to an end it they stopped it obviously um but now the second season it seems like we're we're kind of dealing with the fallout of what happened between on the first season and then also i don't know it's like there's there's no so far on i'm i'm four episodes into it so far there is no definitive direction that it's going in it's not like oh this is going to be the you know some major battle coming up this is the main villain no it seems like this is like you you know the characters and they're like at this point they're like okay now you're just going to see them going on missions, which I'm totally fine with. Like, I, I literally love the scene of, like, you're you're seeing more backstory between each character. You're um, 
learning more about the world and the various is like the, there's so much potential for just absolute craziness that you're, you're entertained you don't know what to expect because there's always just something else going on but you're entertained and you don't care as long as you're going along with the ride it's just it, it's insanity but at the same time it's 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 controlled chaos i'd say okay um you know like for instance uh one of the episodes so far that they've had was um right when the apocalypse of of how this the city itself transformed into what it did happened there was a um hospital because the two of the two of the guys uh that were at the start of this whole thing um came across the kid i think it was an infant almost uh, it was a young kid basically and they took him to the hospital because they didn't know where else to get to, to take him and they wanted to make sure he was okay and in the process of taking him to the hospital there was a demon and his demon dog that came to the hospital. And they went out and met the demon on his own, but the demon dog escaped and or went to the hospital. So just when they were trying to get to the hospital so that we could protect the people that were inside there, everything, like, all of a sudden the hospital and everything around them disappeared. And they were in the middle of town. It's like they got transported. Mm-hmm. And later on in this episode, they come, the hospital reappears out of nowhere just like materializes and they're like is this the same hospital and then they end up finding out like the characters that were inside there a lot of them ended up uh dying because of the demon dog that came in but uh there was another like i guess some sort of like extra some being that basically came to the hospital because it was wanting uh some of the demons that it had uh that had been during like the transition between the world becoming what it was, the demon world and the, our world kind of like collided kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So there was casualties on both sides. Well, this entity wanted to take care of the, some of the demons that had been hurt, so it came to the hospital. But already the demon dog had come through and killed most everyone in there. And uh, what it ended up doing was is it actually, I guess in a sense, resurrected and or healed the doctors that were in there and gave them abilities. So then all of a sudden, the hospital came back up into full service. So now this hospital not only served humans, but now also served, like, other be- otherworldly beings kind of thing as well. Hmm. So it was it was interesting because, like, then uh, when the female doctors that they had met all of a sudden gained the ability to actually split herself off into multiple versions of herself. So then, like, because they didn't have enough uh, staff to be able to run the the hospital effectively. So now all of a sudden she kept splitting herself off into multiple different people and that was their staff. <laughs> so it was interesting. It was kind of cool. Um, and then like towards the end of that episode, the, the demon and the dog ended up reappearing and they had to like take care of, you know, finalize the business that they couldn't take care of back when the, the everything went down before. Uh, but you know, like you learned how, when the apocalypse between this and this city happened, when things collided, what happened and what was going on during that time frame? Because mm-hmm. like literally, the whole city was rearranging itself. Buildings were like literally lifting up off the ground and floating as the city itself rearranged itself mm-hmm. to match up with with the fact that the this other world was colliding with our world, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just stories like that, and then just like you know, other ones where. Uh, you meet, you know, one of the other characters who I I don't know if they really explained it in the first season, but you end up finding out she's actually like werewolf, part werewolf or something like that. Okay. Um, but you never see her like transform. 
you always see her, but she's always like very fast, very strong. Uh, and then you end up finding out that she's actually part of a covert team uh, that uh, will infiltrate into areas. But like, it, and I've never heard this as far as an ability with werewolf, but I'm kind of glad that they did because it's something new and interesting. So basically they gave the werewolves the abilities to blend, but it goes like even further where it's like, you, not only can you not see them, they can literally negate their existence to a certain extent to where it's not even like infrared will pick them up literally nothing will pick them up mm -hmm. literally they're like invisible to thoughts even almost to that point uh and then it was funny too because uh she was training somebody to um do also do what she does as far as like covert job and stuff like that she's also another werewolf as well um and i didn't realize it at the time but she was talking to her about um because when they start negating their existence to a certain extent, uh -huh. they need, sometimes need something to actually bring themselves back. Yeah, I was worried about start, that. <laughs> they start negating their existence to a point where literally people forget that they even existed kind of thing. Uh -huh. So what ended up happening was, and it was, it was absolutely hilarious too how it happened, but she did it. She had to actually negate her existence to a, a huge extent. So they had to have something to bring her back. Well, to bring her back, her... Her, I guess, her anchor was someone had to walk into her apartment um, because you see her walk into her apartment at one point and there's like literally garbage like everywhere. Like the whole place is a mess. But she came in through the window. Apparently it's because she always she can. So she just does. She never comes through the front door. So they had somebody, one of their team, go to the with literally with a message saying, knock on the door, enter and say you're coming in to visit. And just because of that, because their place was a mess, and they didn't want people to see their place a mess, that caused them to come back. And all of a sudden, you see you see them, like, trying really desperately to, to grab all the garbage and everything and, like, push it away. They're like, no, 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 don't enter, don't enter. And then, like, they threw a chair at him when, and to, to have him leave. And, and everyone's like, all right, you brought her back. Good job. Because <laughs> he like, he'd actually forgotten that she'd even existed. So they just told him, I want you to go to this door, knock on it, and then say, hey, I'm coming in to visit. That's literally all you have to do. Uh -huh. And that's what caused her to come back. And then he threw a chair and he's like, why did she throw a chair at me? What happened? <laughs> I'm confused. That's funny. So, but it was like to the point where like she had actually right before this happened, she had um, to the main office had delivered a vase um, for some flowers for the guy that is kind of like their butler, I guess, in this area. And because she had negated her existence, the vase itself had changed. Huh. Because it wasn't her that actually delivered the vase, so it wasn't a sa the same vase until she came back, and then every the timeline recorrected itself. Huh, that's interesting. See, that's just, just like the crazy things that happen, and it, these to the extent of like you know, uh -huh. and it's common occurrence to them in this world, but it's all just absolute nuts. So yeah, that's kind of hard to wrap myself my head around because it's like it's. It's a mixture between, like, time travel, kind of, and, like, multiple universes, like, blending like, in. Literally, with... this is just in the span of one episode. Ah. So it's, like, literally each episode has, and, and you think they kind of rush through it, 
but it feels almost like they give it just enough time to do what they need to do. You have to think about it a little bit sometimes, but it's literally just enough time to do what it is that they need to do. So mm-hmm. this is why I, I, I like this series. I think it's underrated in, in its sense because people don't think much of it. But like if they could, if they could continue on just in this 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 fashion, because I think in the first season they had a goal. It was very goal oriented, very focused. They still had a little bit of play with certain things and where you're meeting characters and whatnot. But now that they have the characters established already. This, established already they're like you know what we're just gonna do their, their this is their job this is their job is to keep order in this city and to take care of things that need to get taken care of that are otherworldly that you would not be able like normal people would not be able to do so these little jobs and these little things that happen this is this is what happens so, yeah now that i think they're more established in and their anime and and this the whoever i don't know who does this one i can't bones. remember bones yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know, it looks too, anyways. But um, you know, now that they're established in this anime and they know what they're doing and they have a groundwork, I think now they're just like, you know what? Let's just let's just have nice little fun little adventures going through here and just have see what happens. So, cool. yeah, I like it. Right, one day I will get back to it. <laughs> ah, let's see. The next show we're gonna be talking about is. Kino's Journey, the beautiful world, the animated series. Yes. Have you watched on this one? Yes. Okay. Um, um, three episodes in, I think. I, yeah, you're, I'm, you're gonna, this is one you're going to keep, isn't it? So because I really like... Okay, it, it, this one depends on you again. Okay. If, you, if you watch it all, then I got to watch it all because I kind of don't want to be spoiled. But ideally, I would like to watch the first series and then come back to this one. But it doesn't... You don't have to do that because everything is, no. like, episodic. So it's yeah. kind of one of them things where it's like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, no, as, but you, you can tell when I – because you didn't watch the original one, and when I was telling you about this one, now you know why I said this is a really, really good series. Yeah. Um, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was even telling um, uh, about this one, saying it to me it sounds – it's almost like watching um, Doctor Who kind of. Mm-hmm. Because he's traveling to, you know, well, for him, he's traveling to, for Dark 2, is like traveling to different worlds and are, you know, meeting different people and whatnot. But in this one, he's driving to different states, different cities, but it's still kind of the same realm, I kind of think, like, because he kind of, he kind of helps things along. He kind of fixes things or he does things in such a way. It's, I know he's not like completely... And then it's the same with Doctor Who. He didn't always, like, fix things. He more or less just took care of a problem as it was when he was there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, and I feel like this is it's the same realm. And each of these cities he's going into are completely different yeah. from each other. And it's always interesting to see. It's like the cities themselves are almost characters onto themselves. Yeah. Which is interesting for me. I'm like, okay, what is this city? What is, it, what is their thing? What is it that they do? And you don't always expect. It's the twist that sometimes that you don't always see and expect. And you're like, oh, wow. That's like completely you know, like the city where people were murder. How, how did they put it? There's a specific way they put it, and it wasn't until you thought about it that you're like, "Oh, that's what they were meaning about that." Yeah, because it, it almost made it seem like they were like, "Oh, you can kill anybody you want." It's like, no, not quite. Yeah, not quite. Because um, it, it ended up being where it's a city of people who have who have kill essentially where it's no one's like no one bulks at it but they don't want to do it yeah 
But if someone comes along causing trouble, then everyone descends on that person yeah. to take care of business. They want to keep their town peaceful, but that's why I think they were they were willing to say uh, to want Kino to stay there because they recognize the fact that he is that type of person who can do that. Yeah, and who isn't wanting to wanting to actually instigate that to begin with. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, it's 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 so very interesting to see the like the 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 different places he goes, the problems he comes across, and how he handles them and what comes of it are all just like I'm you know it, it, I think this show was very aptly named when they say Kino's journey because it is a journey. Yeah. It's a, and you're like you you don't know what to expect. You're just like him. You don't know what to expect, but you're on you're in it. Just like him, just to see what's <laughs> yep. going to uh, so. I think, like, in episode three, how there's, like, that giant trash can that's just, like, moving across the world. And yeah. they, they're they kind of justified in what they're doing. They're like, oh, well, this is, how, this is the way we live. Like, if other people get in the way, then so, like, too bad for them. And well, it's, it's not like they're being purposefully, like, mean about it. They're just like, well, we have a direction. This is where we're going. Yeah. Someone's in a way, they're in the way, but we're not invading them. We're not purposely trying to actually take over anything. Yeah. We're just moving. That's all we're doing. Yep. Literally, that's all we're doing. Yep. And they're like, we're going to try not to cause as much destruction as possible. But um, if you're in the way, you're in the way. And I, I was, yeah. it's one of the things where it's like, I'm on like kind of both sides where I'm like, but if what, if my thing's in the way, I can't move it in like two hours. Like, yeah. go around. But if there's no way to go around, then I'm like, I guess I'm screwed. Then um, <laughs> let, let me let me let me let me get my stuff out of the house, and y'all can just go by. It's it's one of them, like, <laughs> and like even yeah. Kino's kind of like that too. Like whenever they ran into that, he was like, Well, what's gonna happen? They're like, Yeah, we're just gonna keep going. And he's like, Uh, he was kind of like on the fence where he's like, It's kind of cool, but like kind of like <laughs> jerky to be just smashing through stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. then, um, then when they started attacking back, then he's like, "Well, not I'm a I'm a help these guys out because I'm kind of they were this. already they were already leaving your area, yeah, and you still wanted to yeah retaliate, you were, you were attacking yeah. them, so yeah, so now, they, yeah." Before he wasn't going to help in yeah. any way, shape, or form because he's like, well, I don't necessarily feel right about this. I understand where you're coming from, but I don't feel right about it. But then when the people started attacking, he's like, well, they're already leaving. Damage is done, and you're attacking them even though they're not doing anything further to you. So now I'll help them. Yeah. So it is, it's a very – I like that though. You, It makes you question. You have to think about that because you feel like you're in Kino's place, and you're like – what would I do? Yeah. Would that be the same thing I would do? Would I feel okay about that? Or would I be like, I don't know. Yeah. You know? So it's, yeah. It, to me, this is a very, very interesting anime because when those types that actually make you think about that sort of thing, about like, do you think it's justifiable? Do you think it's a good thing? Do you think, you know, those types of things like, yeah, okay, that's that you have my full and undivided attention as far as what is going to happen here. Cause mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. And I do like how it's, um, not fully, um, predictable. Like, yeah. Um, the one where people just had to keep fighting each other. Um, I kind of had an idea of what he was doing. Like on day two, he was like prepping, uh, prepping stuff and I'm like 
I think I know what he's gonna do because he kind of at like slightly asked like a question real quick as he was entering the situation, and I'm like, why did he ask that? And then it, I'm like, because he's not gonna be where those like he's not gonna be in the stands, so why would he have to worry about a situation like that happening? And then mm -hmm. he just started prepping for it, and he's like, well, according to you guys' rules, this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen, and then he just leaves. And I'm like, that. Yeah. That was amazing. So. Yep. He's like, I don't agree with how you guys are doing things, and I don't like the fact that you you pretty much put somebody that I knew into harm's way because of that. So I'm gonna get rid of the person who can negate this, and I'm gonna say, anyone who wants to be the next king, you have to be the last one standing. Yeah. And um, like with and that, like I with. <laughs> Yeah, like with that episode, I loved that I, I was kind of already like guessing what was going to happen. But then the episode after that with the trash can just like moving everywhere, I was like, what's going on? These people yeah. are weird. I don't really trust these guys. And then I'm like, yeah. I still don't really trust these guys, but I'm okay with them like being somewhere far away from me now. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, this show is really, really thought provoking, just like you said. So, um, yeah. I de I'm definitely no, I'm, gonna I'm, watch it. It depends on you. It depends on you when, because I wanna. I wanna. Um, I'm gonna be watching this one. Okay. I, 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 can't, I can't stop on this. One. <laughs> okay, I'm I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and um, finish this. Especially one with this. So you've only watched the first like three episodes, right? Yeah. You haven't watched this last one. Yeah. Especially, I watched the fourth episode. How that one ends. I'm like, I can't stop. No, 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 no. Um. Yeah. So. Pick it up, I will say. <laughs> if you want right. to watch the first season, by all means, I don't think you necessarily need to, but it, it you know, I'd probably at least give you some heads up on certain things. But at the yeah. same time, the first, I think watching this, I mean, I'll still watch the whole season, and I might go back to the first season afterwards. Yeah, there's one, there's one um, thing that I was kind of wondering about um, when they were talking about um, meeting a lady with a carriage and like. Before that, it was a couple, and then it was just the woman by herself. Yeah. Um, is did that happen in this series, and I just can't remember, or did it happen like previously? It was the first. It was the first season that that happened in. Oh, okay. See, but that's it, that's it, one of them things where I, I, can... I still think I still think it, it gave you enough heads up that you got the gist of what of why that was important. Okay. Of what that was meaning because you you could tell. I don't even remember that episode myself, but it was you know the fact that he said. When he first met them, he met them as a couple, and then he would, and they wanted to go to the city, so he knew where they were going. Yeah. And then later on, though, when he met up with her, it was just her, and that's the reason why. So now he understood that. Mm -hmm. He understood what had happened. The fact that she was the only one who ended up making it out, and he ended up dying, so that way she could survive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I um. Yeah. I, so what I'm probably gonna do is I'm probably going to just go ahead and find the first series and just watch it just so I can get all the callbacks and then um then I can continue the rest of this series like knowing all of the stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. But um yeah, this show is really really great and uh I definitely want to finish this like soon. The next show we will be talking about is uh Kujira no Kora wa Sajo ni Utau, or Children of Wales. Okay, this is all you on this one. Yes. I, so. I was glad as you were saying that. I'm like, okay, I'm lost. Which show is this? What show is this? Oh, okay, that's why. Yeah, so, so Children of Wales. This show is actually on 
um, Netflix. So that means they won't be having it available for streaming for probably six months or so. Um, I guess there's at least a time frame on like Amazon. Yeah, Amazon actually does simulcasting. So that's the one thing that Amazon has that's good. Other um, Netflix, they have it's most people have Netflix and stuff like that. So um, it's whenever it's released then yeah, you can watch it. The only problem is they won't release it until the end of the season. So there's one of these, this is one of these shows where I wish that they would simulcast because in Japan they simulcast. But in Japan, simul like having a weekly show is the way streaming goes. I, uh, that, that's it's the way TV is run. So yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I went and found the show and um, I watched it and oh my God, it is so so gorgeous. I can't wait until this show finally gets released because um, it's very, very interesting. Um, basically in the first episode, you meet the main characters and stuff like that. And they slowly like start explaining the situation with, um, like they start explaining the world. So basically from what I saw, the entire world is covered in uh, sand. And uh, yeah, and um, everybody lives on these giant like mobile rocks and stuff like that. And it's <laughs> it's it's like this. So, it's like this. I, I, sorry, the first you you say that, and the first thing that pops in my mind is uh, SpongeBob SquarePants with the 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 moving the moving rocks. Oh, they used to take these things for miles and miles. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, it's more like a, it's more like a, I don't know. It's like a mountain that's like shaped like a ship. And it's, 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 I don't know, it's weird. And like, whenever they come across um, different things, like other sand ships or um, things like that, then, or like, or, or other just mountains, like just off, it's so weird, like the way to describe it, because the sand is like water because they're just gliding across it. And these other things you would see would be islands but I guess it is an island. It's it's hard it's hard to explain. Um, uh, but whenever they come across an island or another air another ship, um, they would send out the little um, the little scouting boats and stuff like that, and um, they would keep their distance because the whole village is on the ship. And um, in the first episode, they come across this island and they find this girl, and there's a bunch of people who have been killed. And the girl doesn't know anything. I, th I think they speak the same language, but there's some kind of weird barrier between them. Um, okay. She tries to attack this one dude, but like passes out before she kills him. And then the dude's like, hey, I found this girl. Let's bring her onto the ship. And I'm like, what are you doing? She just had a knife to your throat. What? <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then he doesn't tell anybody that she tried to kill him. So it's, I'm like, this main character is stupid. Oh, I hate him. Um, so <laughs> it's one of the like silly main characters, um, that we're going to be following. Um, they're in the society that's on the boat. I'm gonna call it. Um, there are people who can use magic and people who can't. And the people who have this power of magic, their lifespan is, um, drastically reduced. Like they live into their twenties or something like that. They have rules and everything in their society. One of the thing, um, of course, there are like these little hooligans and like this rowdy, rowdy um, teenagers and stuff like that that are always causing tr trouble according to the rules of the society. And they keep getting put like inside the bottom of the ship where for some reason they can't use their magical power. Um, and they keep they only get like short sentences. It's not like, 
oh, you killed somebody, you get a life sentence. They're like, oh, you did something, whatever. And then you get you get time out and put you in the bottom of the boat for like a week or something like that. And then so like, like, are the are the rules for the society like at least reasonable or are they like? I feel like they're too lax because I'm like I don't know I don't remember what he did like the um, these I don't know what these like rowdy kids did but they keep getting in trouble and they keep putting in the bottom of the ship like in time out and I'm like well like I don't know because it's like it's not like you can kick them out because then they'll just be on the sand and they'll probably sink and die so they didn't do anything that's really enough to put their uh like to give him a death sentence, but I don't know. It's like maybe they stole some food or something like that. And they're like, ah, eh, go go to the bottom of the ship for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like the rules are kind of lax. But um, once they find this island and bring that girl back, those guys, they just happen to get released that same day. And the dude's like, oh, awesome. We're getting out of here. So they, cause like, they finally have a place to go that's not on the ship. So he basically but kind of kidnaps the main character. The main character kind of wants to go with them just because it's something different, something new. So, yeah, because it's, it's one of the things where it's like, he's the only person who knows where the island is. So if he didn't want to go, they would have kidnapped him, but he kind of wants to go too because he wants to spend more time on the island, find out what's over there. So he kind of just goes along <laughs> with them. And um, that's where the first episode ends. So I feel like um it's a really cool uh it's a really cool concept a really cool world and i don't have any issues with it at all like the animation is gorgeous the character designs are gorgeous there's like these bright pastel colors and everything just looks really 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 good so in six months or so whenever netflix releases it i'm gonna definitely watch the whole thing interesting so i mean it's from the way you're describing it as far as the looks of it go it almost sounds kind of sounds like no game no life um yeah somewhat i haven't seen no game no life in such a long time but i would say yeah there's like this um this like washed out style that's covering the whole thing with um no game no life it was kind of like sky blue and pink and with this show it's like they took like each each character has their own kind of like washed out color kind of interesting so um yeah it's a very interesting looking show and um i definitely want to check it out gotcha the next show we're going to be talking about is Mahotsukai no Yomen or The Ancient Magus's Bride. Yes, this one. I'm not I don't, I don't know why. Like I've I have not seen a lot of people talking about this and I don't know why. Have you? No. No, not really. See, um, I don't know I don't know why. This is like I don't know why this isn't being this seems very underrated. I really think so. Yeah. Um this is just an amazing show. I, I enjoy every it, it in the same sense of kind of like with uh, the Blood Brigade. I it it's just always something new, something interesting going on, some way it's it's traveling. And I'm like, you know, I I, I just want to know, I want to see, I want to see what's going on. And the characters, the characters themselves are very interesting, uh, at least for me. Mm-hmm. The I want to know more about the Magus. I want to know what's going on with him, why he's doing like what. There seems like a whole bunch of underlying things that's going on that you're just not aware of at the moment because yeah. you're kind of in the same boat as the girl. Yeah, and the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah. You're, you're everything is new and fresh, and she doesn't know what's going on, and you get that sinking feeling that something else is happening, and it isn't until like 
it gets revealed that you're like, oh, that's why kind of thing. Um, like, for instance, with her and the uh, the, fair, the fae, when they were leading her out into the woods, mm. and I was like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Something about that doesn't seem right. But they were in the house, so maybe that's okay. Yeah, at a certain point, I thought they were talking about, like, oh, our house is like, like a shed or something like that, or it's like, oh, it's in the backyard. Come to the backyard with us. And then after a while, I'm like, y'all are getting kind of far away from the house. Like, yeah, it's a little, yeah. it's getting what's dark. Going, what's going on <laughs> yeah. here? And then all of a sudden that stuff, you're like, oh, okay. But it's like, they still weren't, they still, it, was, it wasn't with malice. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it was with malice. I believe she has a strong um, hold, even if she doesn't realize it or can't do it. She has a strong hold on them, and they're afraid of that. They're afraid of somebody teaching her or, or potentially using her to have a hold on them, yeah. which is why they were trying to take her away because they felt it was safer that way. I don't even think they would ever hurt her or have abused her in any sort of way. I think that it was purely for their own self-preservation yeah. in that regards. That's how I see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the Magus needs his, he's, you know, he's saying they're a dying breed um, and he wants an apprentice to be able to pass on his information and, and being able to have another person. I'm just like, there's something else. There, there's something else with this because you're being very dedicated in that regards. Yeah. There's, like, the, there's something else. The urgency seems a little high. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious, to, you know, and he is saying, oh, I'm going to take you as a bride or whatever. But I'm like, again, it's like something, something else is going on. And yeah. I'm curious about that. And I want to know what's going on. Um, but the things that you see with her and, and the experiences that you make with her, you know, and and each little thing, you, you realize more and more how just how horrible her life was before you know, she got taken in by him. You know, it, it just, it, it, it almost reminds me of uh, Natsume and his life. Mm-hmm. How when he was a kid and, you know, no one would believe him and he would see these things and it became such a uh, a drag both mentally and physically for him. It's the same thing with her. You know, she sees these things. She had no idea why, but she did. And no one believed her, and it just became such a, a physical and mental. And then on top of that, having her her mother kill herself. Um, yeah, they haven't like gone deep into that uh, explanation no, for that. So I'm like, I but really want to know. It, know it happened, and you know it was a detrimental uh, thing on on her and everything. So, but like, and and just the looks of it, I feel like I feel like this is like Harry Potter all over again. Just because, like, she's learning about magic, you're seeing these new things, and you're just like, it's it's exciting in in its own sense and everything, and learning the different things. And I'm so, I, this above all else, I am so so happy with the way that they have dragons in here. Yeah, this is one of the first times I've seen uh, in media where dragons. They're not bad. They're just they're they're beings. They're creatures. They're thought provoking. You know, it's everything that I've come to learn and love about dragons was in that one episode that they had with dragons in there. And I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Ah, the way that this story is being told so far, I kind of like. I'm in two places in my head because like for the uh, the 
initial run, like the OVA, the first three episodes, it's one of them things where it was, she started out with being comfortable and like already knowing everybody. And then she tells the story of her past, like why a certain book was important to her. And it's really cool how she comes across this library and meets this guy, um, gets the book, and you get to see like her um, think fondly of the library because it's something that's very important to her. It was like her escape from yeah. the oh, the abuse and everything that she was having at home. And it's it's yeah. really sad. It's um, just like how it reminds you of Natsume. It also it reminds me of Kotora from yeah another song and. It's more like Natsume because it's monsters and stuff like that, but it's like the parents part and stuff like that. Because I haven't seen Natsume, it definitely reminds me of um, Kotoda. Yeah, and uh, one thing that's really cool is that (laughs) some of those monsters are freaking me out too. Because yeah, like there was one that was like as a kid. Yeah, and it's like there was one that was half of a head laying in a pile of hair with an arm sticking out of it, and I'm like what in the world is that and like yeah um they don't each monster that you see like that doesn't last long enough for you to figure out exactly what it is or what it's trying to do it's just she's like Ugh, and just runs off somewhere and you're like yeah i don't even know what that was okay i'm glad we're off somewhere else away from that thing but please don't <laughs> run into any more and she just keeps like yeah. coming across all these like horrible situations so um i love how the the library was the sanctuary for her and like she started to kind of become comfortable somewhere in the world and um as you feel for her in that regards i mean you really feel how just horrible her life was and that you know and the fact that she actually had a, a place where she could get away and not have to worry about that not have to fear about all these monsters or creatures and still feel normal i guess in a sense yeah because even at the beginning she didn't trust the library at all no and um Mm -hmm. it took like a while for her to get comfortable and then once she finally got comfortable of course all good things must come to an end so it was kind of sad for that but she did like then once that whole situation's over there's a gap because this series now um that just started it's when she first met the Magus, like how she got mm-hmm. bought at a um, at an auction and stuff like that. And it's cool that she's finally going to another place that's safe because we ha- we have history with her and we're like, oh my god, where is she? Like, what has she been going through all this time? Um, so it's good that she has a new safe place. But then there's also like there are some dangers there, like with the with the fairies and stuff like that. And then. Yeah. There's this whole weird thing where it's like the Magus, he's an unknown character. You don't know exactly everything about him. And then he just kind of shows up, takes her, and leaves in like a rush. So, Well, I, I get the fact, I, I think in that sense also too, I mean, there, don't be wrong, there's still way more going on as far as that goes. But I also think that he was in a rush because he knows how valuable and precious she is. Yeah. And how much people will want to come after her will want her yeah so i think that's his he was just trying to get her away from that as as soon as possible simply because he was more afraid of what if the longer he lingered the more danger there would be in that regards okay. so that's i could kind of see that he's kind of protecting her in that regards but i think he's protecting her without telling her everything yeah he's not telling her anything he's just like you're gonna learn magic now and also oh, by the way we're getting married <laughs> she's like what yeah <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, and I, th- I think in, in, in that sense, too, I think his and it's kind of how they touched on it in um, 
the OVA that they had originally is that he is not like he's very wise, has a great deal of control of magic, but I think human social standards, he's like a child. Yeah. Very low on the totem on that as far as hu- human socialization and understanding the, you know, ins and outs. Because I think, I think he's lived for a very long time. And I think in that sense, if he's lived for a very long time, he's secluded himself for so long, he's still used to the old ways of doing things and has he's still very new as far as that goes. So, and I'm, I'm assuming here soon we'll, basically I think, where I'm at now, where we're at now in the series, I think is pretty much where within like an episode or so where that OVA would have taken place. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I'm glad that hopefully it like syncs up pretty soon. Yeah, because um, like I want to know where the dog is, and um, yeah, that's the only character that's think, missing so far. Yeah, and I think I think like I said, I think we're within like an episode or two where that's gonna pop up. Yeah, because then um, once we get to once we get to that point, then we'll then we'll sync up with the OVA and then we'll move on from there. I think I think cool. so. Um, but again, I, it's I I really feel like this is a very underappreciated series this season. I think this is probably one of the one of the top ones up there. Uh, you know, within at least the top three easily, yeah. and it's not being very very talked about, and people aren't very paying much attention to it. So I'm kind of disappointed in that because I'm like. Who? Why? Hmm. Watch this series. This is <laughs> amazing stuff. So, so what, I guess where do you th- where do you think this is going? Is this like, like well, I mean, as as he has said, the Maguses are a dying breed. Said there's not very many out there, and I think it's because of how and they kind of d- they touched on it a little bit the fact that there's a difference between the Magus and a sorcerer. How you know Maguses use uh, the Fey and and to help do their work and stuff whereas a sorcerer is more about the miracles and and manipulation of the energy around them kind of thing um so i i Uh I think there's going to be like a conflict in between that and it's i don't know it's more or less finding out in the world how how in the world maguses fit in and whether or not she's going to go for it Uh because he said it's up to her he said you are going to learn magic but what you do with it and so that's entirely up to you. Mm. So you have the potential is your choice how you want to do that. What do you want to do with it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he did say you're going to be my bride. But I think he did say that you're going to I'm going to I think it was more or less he was he was making his intentions clear. But the fact that he wanted to woo her, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. You know, he's like, I'm going to take my time on this. But I want you to know if this is what I'm intending kind of mm. thing. So, yeah, it's kind of awkward because like he technically owns her and like she mentioned that before yeah and it's one of the things where it's like he's like yeah you're gonna learn magic and all this kind of stuff and she's like i kind of don't have a choice do i and he's like no and i'm like it's eh, a little necessarily force you into it kind of thing i want you yeah. to be wanting to do it yourself as well yeah which i mean I, she kind of does so yeah. so um the only threat that's out there is there's not really a threat really like he basically has to keep tabs on whatever the church has problems with yeah and other than that i don't really see a threat i kind of am curious what i think it's like i think it's like the the church has like the information 
the, the the information network to know when a problem is coming up yeah or if there's a potential issue and they kind of keep their ear to the ground and 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 try to figure out the stuff and when they find one that there is a potential issue that's when they come to him and be like okay this isn't something we can deal with mm. we need you to deal with it yeah because um like how he like i'm trying to figure out like why are the maguses dying out like are is it sorcerers versus maguses and that like right now, none of the sorcerers are attacking him because he's kind of like in hiding and nobody knows where he is. And then once maybe they find out um, that the girl, uh, what's her name? <laughs> I she, Chiaki, uh, when Whenever he finds out that his bride is there and that she's a certain like, pop, like she has that amount of power, do you think like then the sorcerers will start attacking and stuff like that? Because potential, and that might have been another reason why he was so quick to wanting to get away from where he was at and why people were astonished to see him out because he's probably been in hiding and secluded himself for as long as he has. Yeah. So that way he did not come into conflict in that regards. Okay. So, but now that he's moving around, he must know and, and is prepared himself for the fact that he's probably going to have to have confrontation and such. And he's, he's very, he's very tricky and he is very, you can tell he has the power there. Yeah. Um, you know, because of the fact when she got uh, taken by the dragon, and even though it was essentially a friend of his, kind of, in a way, um, got taken by the dragon, he, he, even though it was kind of a surprise for him, he was still there. He was Yeah, shadow. yeah. I was like, oh, was like, dude, it's he awesome. Was like, oh. He's like, he's, 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 you're not going to give him the slip that easily. He yeah. is not, he is still going to keep tabs on that. And you're not, I'm like, when that, he came out of that, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, he's, he's still right there. You're not going to try anything <laughs> funny on that regard. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to see like the, um, the bar raised as far as like powers and stuff like that. It was like cool that the, um, that dragon guy was, um, like kind of got the slight upper hand on him and he had to like pull out a unique skill to, uh, keep it come back. Yeah. To come back. And, um, yeah, I'm kind of like ready to see like either. I want to know more about how the magic works in this world because like how he teleported, like he put his staff down and the like branches and stuff like that went over him and then poof, they're somewhere else. He's the um they've called him the vine vine mage. Ah. So I think that's a focal point for him. Cool. Now I'm interested. I'm like, well, what other kind of Oh no, they they didn't call him the vine. They called him the thorn mage. Yeah, yeah. All I think somebody said thorns, thorns in it. He's a thorn mage. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah, it's cool. Now I'm like, what other types of mages are there? Like, can you just yeah. be a mage of anything? And um ah, yeah, this sounds awesome. Definitely. <laughs> I'm glad it's on Country Rose everywhere I can watch it. A phrase about this one. It's very interesting. It's a it's a new take on something because you got the different magic types and and they're kind of explaining the sorcery and magus and like very interesting and it has a lot of good information on it. And it just seems like it's just so underrated and not that many people are talking about it. Hmm. Needs to have more focus on it. People need to be watching the show. Yeah, no. I want to. I want to see this. I want to see this one go the distance. I want to see this one be at least a twenty-four episode show. Yeah. I want to see it go into like at least two seasons, and then even maybe even further, because yeah. I think it has that potential. Yeah, the world is like unique enough to where like it could just go on for a very long time. Oh, it could. It could. Cool. The next show we're gonna be talking about is net no susume or recovery of an mmo junkie 
I, I'm I'm like I'm on I'm on the fence on on this one so much. I'm on the fence. Hmm. I don't usually watch these type of of cutesy little little slice of life drama kind of deal kind of things. I know this is more probably up your alley in that regards. Um, but I'm just like it, it's still interesting because the characters I think are what keeps me coming back. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit like they're they're like oh we which we're matching outfits or matching. I'm like oh god stop. Just, stop, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. <laughs> um, but the fact you know I guess in in a sense there there are some aspects of her that are relatable. Being a, being a gamer myself, there are some aspects of that that are definitely relatable. And about the um, same age. About the same age. And and looking at her and, and everything, and, and I'm curious to see, like, she left her job. I'm like, did she retire from her yeah. job? Or did she just straight up leave her job? Um, and she's talking about go dipping into her savings. I'm like, did she intend to, like, go back to work at some point or is hmm. she just now secluded herself hello has she now just secluded herself completely to the point where she's not wanting to to, to go back or i'm like there's a lot of this i'm a little unsure about um but i think it's 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 to me it's just the funny funniness of the fact of and it's, it's still predictable it's very much so. Mm-hmm. I already can tell like from the get-go who was who even though they're in an, M- an mmo and they yeah. couldn't have I'm like, okay, we already know how this is playing out. This yeah. is already, you know, okay, you can get there. Ah, okay, <laughs> you can already tell who is who, and and everything was very predictable in that regards. But it's still, I, I, at this point, to me, I'm more curious about watching to see. I'm like, okay, how long is it going to take until they figure this out? How yeah. long is it going to take until they realize who's who, and what they're doing, and that they know each other already. Um, and I want to say the end of the fourth episode, it seems like the guy's kind of getting a hint that he's like, wait a second. I think I know who my person that I'm partnered with is because I think I know this sounds very familiar that uh-huh. what they're talking about. Uh, so I'm curious how that's going to go. But it, it's more, I guess, to me, why I'm on the fence is, is more of I, I continue watching out of just curiosity more or less than anything else yeah i know uh, things are gonna go down i know how it's gonna play out because it's very predictable but it's a matter of how is it gonna play out and when it's gonna, when's it gonna happen yeah so um yeah i really really like this show as well um i i do like how it's um it's basically that same genre where like you experience characters in real life but you spend a lot of time with them as they're like a version of them in a game world um i also do like how it's relatable to um people like us where it's like we're older gamers and stuff like that we have jobs and a lot of the characters in the show are actually older gamers and they have jobs and they only can play in the evenings (laughs) and stuff like that so i thought that was a really interesting um take on the show um it adds a sense of realism for definitely for sure yeah so um yeah it's basically like a bunch of characters uh, a bunch of people playing an mmo and the interactions that they have um in life and in the game so mm-hmm. i do like how the main couples like gender swapped uh, it's it's pretty interesting um yeah i'm curious about the other characters like in the intro, you see, like, like in the intro and sometimes in the outro, you get to see, like, who, what the person looks like, like, outside of the game, even though during the series you haven't seen that yet. Oh, see, and, see, that, that's the thing. I don't watch the intros and outros. Yeah, yeah, so, um, so I haven't seen So me, I'm like, I kind of, like, already know, but I kind of, 
it's one of them things where it's kind of spoiling it for me, so I'm kind of like impatient. I'm like, yeah, I want like, like, did they all work for the same company? And they just actually happened to um, like be all in the same guild and not know it? That'd be cool. Um, I've seen that as far as like, people like high school um, characters, like they're all in the same class and they all play the same game and they didn't know it. Um, so that's one thing where I'm like, as soon as I saw, like, as soon as I found out that all the characters are older, I'm like, that would be so funny if all of them worked for the same company and, and they just, just never did. knew it. Yeah. And, um, they're all friends in the MMO, but they never really talk to each other in real life. Yeah. So it'd be really funny if that, um, that was the case. Um, as far as like the relationship goes between the main characters, I do like how, they want to keep to themselves because of the the whole age thing came up where one character's like 10 years younger than the other and um they kind of don't want to like reveal each other's real ages and stuff like that so because there's like there's all these um like uh assumptions about stuff they're like oh you're in your 20s so you must be in you must be in college already or you mm -hmm. must be looking for a job or this is going to happen in your life and they're kind of like just putting all these assumptions on people so i see how they want to keep to themselves because it's kind of like a cultural thing um yeah. but then i kind of want to be like just tell them so we can move on so y'all can like <laughs> start the relationship because like just do it like this whole wishy-washy like a high schooler like oh i think he likes me i don't know what i'm gonna do kind of stuff um that that can drag on a little bit too long so uh yeah it's one of the things where it's like it's a it's a really cool show it's a a nice spin on the the whole situation and i uh i'm definitely gonna keep watching this one because it's uh i like the characters but i kind of want like events to speed up a little bit i like the characters i like the look um i i mean even uh, from even in their mmo and in real life the look of the characters i like all around I, I don't they're not they're not jarring there's no you know aspects of them that i'm like oh why did they do that with them um and, and as far as it mo most of it goes it's pretty fine it's just like yeah i think that's where my hang up on this show goes is just the the high school relationship drama kind of thing where i'm just like oh god just get it over with <laughs> just move on this is taking forever you know and the one aspect I understand, and I look at that, and I'm like, I, I'm curious just to see how how long it's gonna take before the truth gets revealed. And on the other hand, I'm just like, oh con, just just do it, just do it, do it, do it, yeah. get it over with. Mm -hmm. so. All right, so yeah, that one's cool. Let's see, on a completely different mood, the next show we're gonna be talking about is Osama Game or King's Game, the animation. Oh. Yes, this is a completely different different mood. Um, just oh my, uh, <laughs> very very um, very appropriate for Halloween. That's for sure for October. <laughs> very appropriate. Uh, this I didn't know what necessarily to think. I knew it was going to be something drastic. I, I knew it was, but uh, I still think it kind of took me a little bit by surprise. Just how drastic it was. Um, and I think they did the same thing that they did in uh, Higurashi, where mm. you're like in the beginning, you're like, "Oh, this isn't this isn't bad. This is kind of nice. This is I could what 
yeah, what's what's the big deal about this? And then all of a sudden you're just like, oh my god, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Seriously, you know they were they don't they don't hold back the punches on this one at all. Nah. Um, they're very like you know how some of them can have some animes where they've done it before where someone uh, hangs themselves like in um, Death Note and Death Note they had it where someone hung themselves mm-hmm. but all you see is like the silhouette outline or something or just like their yeah. feet dangling kind of thing. so you're like you know what happened but you don't get that full full look yeah this one they don't do that this no. one they're like we're gonna show you the face the yeah look. we're gonna show you all of yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, look like, at it. Oh, yeah. His tongue is out. He's drooling. Look at it. I'm yeah. Like, ah. Eyes are popped out. Tongues off to the side. Garling his own. Yeah, you're just like, holy crap. Okay. Um, and then the dude who bled to death was just like, I'm like, oh my god, you're like, your pores and blood just started coming out of everywhere. Holy crap. Um, again, I, I think. As as opposed to the uh, the MMO one, where I was curious just to see how long it would take for for uh, the, this whole relationship to come about and everything. This one, I'm morbidly curious uh, <laughs> about. Just like, what the hell is gonna happen? What is it that you know? Are they gonna find out who the king is? Because at this point, no one knows who the king is. Mm-hmm. How they're doing this? Because they're literally controlling people's minds and bodies i'm just like that's messed up and then that one that one girl who like completely had a complete 180 on her personality yeah when that just threw me for a loop i'm like oh get the freak away from her yeah crap so i had a small inkling that something was up when she got the text that said that she had to um, kiss that guy, and he was just off by himself crying. He's like, I'm going to end it now. And then all of a sudden, she just... I can't necessarily say I blame him on that, to be fair. Yeah, because he's already been through it. Yeah, He's already been through this. That was a hassle on its own. Yeah. And he just really didn't want to... You know, they were all blaming him later on, going, um, you know, oh, you were going to kill her. And I'm like... He just didn't want to deal with this bullshit anymore. He yeah. was done. <laughs> he was already done from the beginning yeah. before he got to y'all. And then it started happening again. He's like, screw this. Yeah. I don't want to deal with this anymore. <laughs> so I can't necessarily say I blame him in that regards because, oh, yeah. crap. Yeah. But and anyways, like, yeah. Um, yeah, so he was like trying to end it all. And then the girl found him. Like... <laughs> Like, I don't know if he was, like, at the school on the top of the roof or something that, like, where most people go. But it's just, he didn't tell her where he was or anything. And she just found him. And she was like, hey! And he's like, whoa, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, yeah, hold on a second. As she's, like, climbing the fence. She's like, oh, yeah, let me get on the other side. And I'm like, she's a little eager to be, like, to not, well, I'm like, yeah, everybody should be eager not to die, but I'm like, she's kind of like. Well, but see, it was never hunting it was for him. Never explained. It never is. Yeah. Nothing is ever said that the punishments for disobeying the king will result in death. Mm-hmm. It is never. It, you just get told you will get punished. That's it. Yeah. That's all you get told. Yeah, because that that's how the game point. actually works. Like that. That's that. That's that happened at one point where later on, I don't know how far you are into it, but. Um, they literally, someone disobeys the king, and they think that their punishment is going to be death, so they 
throw themselves out of a third story window. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they get the the notification that the punishment was only they had to tell their crush that they liked them. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just really, really. Yeah. That makes me think that the king has some way of looking at them, saw that, and decided to make it a lesser punishment. Yeah. That's what that tells me. Yeah. So I have an issue with this series. Um, Me, like, I don't like horror movies and stuff like that. So this, like, I don't like, I guess, like... Violence for the sake of violence. Yeah, like torture porn or gore porn. Like, I don't like those type of shocking movies. Um, I like scary stuff like atmospheric stuff so like for this show like uh, there was a uh a show that came out a long time ago called another and i wish that this show was more like another where there's mystery to it like you don't there's know still kinda, there's still kind of mystery to yeah, it. yeah yeah there's there's mystery to it but you know somebody's behind it like with i don't a, you don't know that this seems like there's something not human behind this well yeah i get that so like my thing my thing is um like with another there was a curse like something started the curse and then the curse just repeats and everybody in the cl- like, everybody in the classroom dies if a certain um uh, situations yeah met. A, a certain situations met then all of a sudden the curse gets enacted and people just start mysteriously dying and like yeah some parts are a little like gruesome and stuff like that to watch but it's um i feel like nobody's in control about what happens it's kind of like uh what's that Final Destination, where it's like, everything's just a freak accident. Now, yeah. the difference between, like, I like that type of scary, and I'll I'll just not look at the screen while crazy stuff's happening. And then whenever it's all <laughs> over, then I'm like, okay, now I'm back. But um, for this show, I feel like somebody's in control. Like, somebody's toying with these people. Like, yeah. So basically, basically, you're saying this is the difference. The difference in this is the difference between, say, like, Final Destination and jigsaw yeah this is kind of the difference yeah it's still in the same realm yes we're just going about it a different way yeah so like i would say if this show like yeah it's named after a game and it's named after punishments and stuff like that and that's fine it's just as far as a scary show goes this is not my type of scary show like i like the the mystery it's still a scary show it's yeah. just not quite way in, in the same in the same realm yeah and it's like yeah like with the, with the scary shows i watch i'll look away and like with this show this show i'm looking away but it's when i look back it's i feel like it's somebody's fault like mm-hmm. find out who it is and stop them because he's he's making y'all do stupid stuff <laughs> like it's um, like I don't know. I don't know. I think I think uh, uh, this is this is my concern. This is my, this is my thought. Right now, it's pretty piddly little stupid things. You know, mm-hmm. kiss someone, grope someone, stuff that you probably don't want to do, but stuff that can be done without too much too much consequence. Uh-huh. But I think this is the thing. I think this is the thing. The dude, the main dude that we're following, he survived. He knows, and I'm pretty sure this is what's going to happen. That this is just the start. Yeah. When we start really getting into it and escalating, the things that are going to be required for them to do are going to be things they really, really don't want to do. Stuff that will have major consequences mm-hmm. should they do them. But they, if they don't do them, then they know they're going to die. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like one of those you're screwed if you do and you're screwed if you don't kind of things. Yeah. You know? So I'm pretty sure that 
we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg right now. And that's the reason why this guy really didn't want to do another Kings game because he knows what's going to happen towards the end of this. And he doesn't even want to be a part of that anymore. So I just see where it's kind of silly right now. You're like, okay, come on, really? Can we can we get away from this high school kind of drama little thing here? And, you know, obviously you're 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 doing silly things at the same time. You're betting people's lives on this. It seems kind of just like, yeah. It just it hell? seems like a uh, like a high school is behind it. He's like, yeah. oh, what if this person kisses this person because because they're in a relationship? So I'm gonna have yeah, yeah. him kiss somebody who's not a, not their partner and stuff like that. And I, I feel like I, he's I, like I, I watching think... him or something like that and like ha 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. But I think I think we're that's just because he's just kind of warming up to it essentially. Yeah. I can see that. So yeah, I'm um, gonna leave, I'm gonna leave this one to you. Like if it, if they like amp up the uh like what they're doing and stuff like that and like it ends up being like basically I want to hear about the rest of this from you. Like I'm okay. I don't want to like spend half the episode be like, "Uh-huh, is it over?" Is it over? And I'm like, okay, it's over. <laughs> so, um, Are they dead? Are they dead? Okay, now they're dead. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I'll, I'll, I, I will try. I will say that. <laughs> I will try to continue on with this because, I don't know, I sometimes have that as moments when I'm looking at it going, do I really want to watch this? Is it really something I want to put myself through? Um, yeah, I'll give it a try. I'll see if I can get through it. Alright, cool. Next show we're gonna be talking about is something lighthearted. Uh Food Wars, the third plate. Ah <laughs> yes! Food Wars. It just you know, it, we're basically it just going directly from where we ended on the other one and we're continuing right along through and we're amping things up as we go. Um which I mean it's that's typical anime one oh one right there. You're you especially if you have multiple seasons. You want to every time you go into a new season, you want to amp it up and get to the to the next thing. So um, at this point in in the series, uh, we've already had the, uh, the prelims for um, being the top elite because they have the their elite members of the school and the newest um, the newest entries in this, including uh, the main character. Uh, Soma, he now has the ability to potentially get into the elite, which is great. Yes. Um, but now this 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 season is we've now actually met the elite because at this point, from the first and second season, you've only met two of them. Oh, okay. Uh, I think the rank ten and the rank six. I want to say somewhere around there. Um, now we've actually seen all of them. And there's and, ten. Uh, there's ten. Okay. And uh, yeah, so and at this point in this one, he they have what they call the Moon Festival, and basically anyone can enter. They create a booth. Either you can do a solo entry on your own, or any of the clubs that you're in will do an entry as well. And it's kind of a competition in that regards, because you actually get money from this, and you're wanting to make sure that you, uh, well, if you don't make a profit, you get expelled. So you have to make a profit. Uh-huh. And uh, right now, before the actual thing took place, Soma ended up calling out one of the Elite Ten and said, if I can make more money in this festival, I want you to agree to a Shokugeki to become one of the Elite. So he's basically saying, if you, if I, get, if I do more profits during the festival for the new, we're going to do a Shokugeki, and then that'll be my ticket into getting into the Elite. So that's where we're at right now. Um, a lot of, like, this dude, he basically went head, and, and this is Soma's thing. He went head-to-head with this dude 
on what his specialty is. See, Soma just, he never does any, like, one specialty. He's always all over the place. But, I mean, you figure his original comings were from a diner. Hmm. So, and a diner has a wider range of different foods that they, they serve. Um, so this dude's main dish that he served was uh, a Chinese dish. Uh, and that's what he pretty much said. All right, I'm going to beat you at your own game. Huh. And, yeah, uh, it, I think it's a five, it's a week-long event. And they're on... Well, now they're on day four, I think. And this was the first time Soma actually beat him out on a day's profit. Right. I'm not sure he's going to be... I don't, I don't know how he's going to be able to turn it around and actually come back from the previous days where he wasn't... Or the, pre, the first day, he actually didn't make a profit. So he was in a very tight spot in that regards. And then he'd only barely been making a profit, whereas the other dude was actually making way more money, stacks and stacks of bills. So... We'll have to see how well he can actually come back from that. Okay. But uh, again, it's, it's it's interesting to see they don't ever stay with one food type or, you know, one dish or something like that. It's always we're trying new things. We're going here. We're trying this. We're doing this. And it, it, it it's to see, again, this is very much an underdog story. Soma was the odd man out. He worked at a diner. He... We've learned that he never had like any – he's not a culinary genius. It's the fact that he doesn't give up. Even when he's faced with the greatest of adversaries, he will not give up, and he will find a way, however he needs to, to be able to come out on top. Okay. So very much an underdog story, but it's awesome to, to get into. Um, and then the funny thing is is the seat 10, the, the girl and the uh, left-hand side there, the blonde in the picture there, oh. uh, she's seat 10. And absolutely hates, hates Soma with a passion. And the funny thing is, though, is that her one person that she looks up to, admires, and actually uh, might have feelings for, potentially, is actually Soma's dad. And she ah. doesn't That's funny. I mean, you get reminded of this every now and then, that she has, like, a special place in her heart for him. Because, like, even when she was... Um, she she's doing the the moon festival as well. She actually she actually has on the upper tier a, a restaurant essentially um, with like tables and everything. And her assistant was remarking how, oh you know we're we're completely booked up even with you know we're we're only taking reservations and even still we're completely booked up. She's like, why did you leave this one table over here empty? It's a prime location here. And she's like just in case somebody should happen to drop by. And everyone knows that's who she's thinking She's thinking of. It's just the fact that she doesn't know the fact that she's actually, that uh, Soma's dad is actually who he is. Mm. So it's interesting. And it, it, the dynamics between them, I mean, it's over the top. It's still over the top. I mean, mm. from the first time you saw it in the first, the first season. Um, but the characters, you expect that. You expect things to be over the top with, like, you know, they're saying, oh, they added in this spice and it made the cooking that much better. They did this specialty and did this. You know, and it's just, it's interesting to see. And it just, for people who enjoy food and enjoy, you know, the underdog story, I mean, this is right up your alley. It's it's an amazing season, season series to watch. Um, and it's always interesting to see what new things come up with. So, okay. cool. Uh, yeah, everybody knows my stance on this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, uh-huh. what? 60% of it's awesome, and then I just can't get past the other 40% that I've seen. It may be a l- lower percentage, but from what I've seen, it's 40%. <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, I know a lot of people like the show. Um, even um, uh, King and Daisy Cakes. So I'm uh, glad y'all get it's still going on. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, maybe, maybe at some point down the line. Yeah. <laughs> the next show we're gonna be talking about is. Shoujo Shumatsu Ryoko or Girls Last Tour. This is another one I wanted to watch. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> yep, another anime strike show. It is pretty good. Uh, basically, just like we thought, there's um these two girls. There are other people, not very many, and most of the world is run down and um, a lot of things are broken. And it appears that this is a few generations in the future um, because these two characters don't know what a fish is. Um, one of them does because she seems to be studious. Like she reads up a lot of uh, on a lot of things and she gets a lot of information and she's journaling her like chronicling her journey she's like writing down like in a diary like what happens on certain days and stuff like that so it's pretty cool um there's like a huge difference between the two characters it's like um there's the dark-haired girl who's um the smarter one and then the blonde girl who's just the stronger one but she's an airhead <laughs> um there was so one they went with a stereotypical blonde in that regard. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so it's a really, really interesting show. Um, the world that they go through is pretty cool. There are certain parts where they're out in the open for a long time. And then there's other parts where they go inside this door inside this building. And then they're in the building for days because they can't find their way out. Um, it looks like electricity is gone. So it's not like they can walk inside of a building and flip on the switches or something like that. Um, there is plenty of fuel around because they've, in at certain points, they've gone and, um, refueled their machine uh, or little tank thing that they have. And, uh, basically they just spend a few days traveling and then they spend a few days, um, scavenging for, um, things like they need, like fuel, food, um, munitions and stuff like that. Every now and then they'll stop and do like some target practice and stuff like that. But they've never come across a situation where they need to like shoot and kill something. Mm. Um, I think all of the animals are dead too. So so they have, the, have they explained why the world is like that? No. Um, out of the, the, for the three episodes that, that, that I've seen, it's basically them finally getting out of this building. And then them finding this water source. Uh, well, them trying to find warmth. And when they found warmth, they ended up finding um, this part of a city that has a waterfall. So then, um, then they end up can like take a bath and like swim around and stuff like that. And um, then the third episode is them being lost inside of this gigantic city and trying to find a way across this huge trench. And it seemed kind of mechanical, like the whole city was like machinery but not enough to where it seemed futuristic it just hmm. it just seemed kind of a uh, weird um a lot of, like some of the cool things that i've seen in this show are um they found a fish <laughs> like when they were in the city where um they were at the bottom of the waterfall and like bathing and uh, washing their clothes and stuff like that mm -hmm. and a dead fish just floated by and <laughs> one girl picked it up she's like oh what's this and another girl's like i think that's a fish and you look at it, and, like, its eyes all pussy and, like, glazed over. And I'm like, ew. 
and it doesn't have any fins. It just has like the head part, then like a naked body and then the tail. And then she's like, can we eat this? And I'm like, no, <laughs> don't eat that. I'm like, it's yellow. Fishes aren't supposed to be yellow. Um, so they're like, I think we can grill it. And then they eat it. And I'm like, ah, it's missing fins. It's, I got a pussy eye. And I'm like, why did y'all eat that? And they're just fine. Um, then there's other parts where um, they are traveling, trying to get across this um, trench thing because they want to go up to the second level of a city, which is kind of weird. Like cities don't have a second level. But um, every now and then there's like these giant towers that um, you can travel up and then there's like a second level to a city. So the, as far as the environments and everything go, it's pretty, pretty unique, pretty interesting. Um, they end up... Uh, seeing another guy a person and it's like this older dude and he's just off by himself and he's been mapping out the city and he can't find a way across this um ravine so he sets off some uh explosions and makes a building fall and crash across it and then he um because he made the bridge they're like yeah we can help you get over this thing you can just hop into the back of our tank so like they spend like half a day like trying to ride up the building and like lifting debris out of the way so the tank can actually like climb across it and then they get down <laughs> and um they end up making it to the sit uh to the tower and like travel up this giant lift and me i'm not good with heights so I'm like, um, and the main girl, she's not good with heights either. So both of us are like, uh, no, don't move too much. <laughs> don't make it like fall or anything. And um, the guy, he's been making this map for like a very, very long time. So you're like, it's, it's a very important thing to him. And something happens and like the map goes flying off the edge and just <laughs> papers everywhere. And I'm like, no. And it's really cool because it's like, I've only known that dude for 10 minutes. And because of how quickly they built his character, I immediately feel for him when like things like that happen. So they're really, really good at building characters. And um, the animation style is pretty good. Every now and then when uh, they'll switch the tank to CG and you can immediately tell because like the girl's face looks kind of silly. Um, <laughs> Because she'll be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden she'll be like, eh. <laughs> And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, so, my um, yeah, so like the CG part, they're not like as good as Infinity Force, but um, it, they use it sparingly. So, uh, yeah, great characters, great environments, um, nice animation style, and the world that they're developing is really, really cool. Like, I have no idea where it's going. Like, it's kind of aimless. They're like, you know what? What's up there? I don't know. Let's go up there. And they're like, oh, okay. Uh, oh, the one thing they want to find out, they want to find some more fish. So I'm like, don't. <laughs> Y'all are going to get sick. <laughs> Please. Don't eat the yellow bus filled fish. <laughs> so that's what they're heading on uh, episode three. They're like, they got into the second level and then they're trying to head to the, where the stream began so they could find out where that fish came from. But uh, I'm like, I, I get it because they need more food, but don't eat that fish, please. <laughs> so, don't eat the fish. So yeah, um, it's a really good show. I recommend it <sighs> whenever it's off of Amazon's Drag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. when it's not on Amazon's Drag. So speaking of Amazon's Drag, 
the next show we're going to be talking one. about is UQ Holder, my host in San Nejima 2. Uh, I knew there was another one. God, there's so many of them. I can't <laughs> so, one thing that I'm starting to notice is that um, as far as Amazon Strike goes, they partnered with Sentai. So, the two big distributors of um, anime in the U.S., from what I'm starting to learn, now that I'm starting to uh, increase my collection, is that it's either Funimation or it's Sentai or Aniplex. And I don't know what Aniplex is doing. I know they're taking a lot of their shows away and then they, they're selling it for expensive. But the two main people are Sentai and, um, and Funimation. Funimation and Crunchyroll, they've teamed up so they'll get half of the shows that come out. The other half, basically, are Sentai shows. And they, and they tend to stream their stuff on um high dive which is another anime um streaming show and they've partnered with amazon so depending on who who licensed the show it's either gonna go to crunchyroll or it's gonna go to amazon and that's just the the crappy part so it's like and like the anime season is gonna be split right down the middle to people who already have prime and people who don't <laughs> so um yeah it, it, it's oh, anyways yeah <laughs> distribution aside um this show is actually really cool um the animation is very nice um i th some of it reminds me of whoever did um working because in part of the intro um you know uh do you remember any of the working intros or did you not even watch them i vaguely remember the working intros yeah, so I think they had like the 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 yellow diamond that had working on it with the, like the fork and the spoon, and like mm -hmm. some of the characters will be standing next to it, and then they kind of just shift their weight, like they'll be standing like da 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 da, and they're like just shift their weight yeah. a little bit. This show does the exact same thing. Like there's some kind of yellow sign behind it, and one of the, like two of the characters do that, and I'm like, wait a minute, are these the same people <laughs> who worked on working? <laughs> so it's um, or is it the same person who made the intro made the intro for working? It's really really um. Weird, I need to look it up. I'm pretty sure that would be cool if both of them were JC staff. Because then it's like, yes, I love JC staff even more. Um, but yeah, so this show basically takes place years after Maho Sensei Nejima. Because they make a lot of callbacks. Um, the girl, the woman in the bottom left of this uh, show, she is a immortal. She's a vampire, so she's immortal. And in Nejima, she was like an eight-year-old little girl and she's probably well she looked like an eight-year-old little girl but she was probably like eight nine hundred years old and in this show she's she uses some kind of magic pill to like up her age and she is she was an instructor at this one school and she's basically hiding out because people are after immortals and she was kind of laying low taking care of nejima's grandson mm. Which is the main guy in the middle leaning towards the other guys. Um, he's just like the rambunctious main character. Like, he's like 14, so he's like wild and crazy and stuff like that. Um, sometimes he's about boobs, sometimes he's a not. Um, this show's Nejima, so of course there's a lot of uh, fan service and stuff like that in it. But um, some of it's funny, and some of it, I'm like, I'm over that kind of stuff. So, um, as far as that goes, I'm like on the fence. Um, the action is really, really nice. Um, there was one scene where they, uh, the bad guy just kind of showed up and he's like, Hey, I'm the bad guy. Slice everybody into pieces. And I'm like, ah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> 
and like there's like chunks of bodies flying all across the screen and i'm like what is up with this season and like just violence and gore so um they both just happened to be immortal so they didn't die from it but um some of the fights are very shocking um the action is really really cool at one point one scene it turned into dragon ball z where like the two characters are like punching each other and like just kind of spinning around in a circle and i'm like why are y'all punching like dragon ball z i'm like we've, we've moved on that was 80 that was 30 years ago uh <laughs> 20 years ago um <laughs> yeah so uh for the most part it's a uh, really cool animation really cool fights and everything but um every now and then they gotta kind of stop and like go to a hot spring and throw some little etchy in there because it's nejima um the main character is basically trying to f go to this tower that's another theme for this for this um season is like all these sky towers um where he was living before he can see the tower and because that one village guy um attacked their cover was blown so now they're relocating to um well first they were headed towards the tower and then because the main character is immortal now, he was like, hey, um, it kind of sucks about the immortals and everything. We should make a, we should go around and find other immortal people and create like a team. And then that'll keep all the immortal people safe and like we can save the world and all that kind of stuff. And as soon as he says that, like a thousand black, uh, black um, limos like pull up and there's like, like the FBI and all that kind of stuff show up and they're like, you're coming with us and all that kind of stuff. And what had happened was the, um, the vampire woman, she already created an organization of immortals. And when they got close, they just came by and picked them up and took her to the headquarters. And it went from, oh, we're on this journey to we're on the run kind of. And we're on this journey to head towards this tower because apparently this dude's grandfather might be up there to, oh no, we're going to the headquarters of all this immortal place and now you have to fight to get into the team. And then once you pass, then maybe we'll go to the tower or the whole show's taking a different turn. So I don't really know where it's going. Um, <laughs> I kind of hope it goes back to like the journey because the headquarters is a hot spring. So I'm like, of course, of course. So they're like, there's no other way we could get hot springs, hot spring hijinks into this unless we make the base hot spring. So um, I kind of hope we like go back on the journey because we're in the den of the boobs now. So <laughs> um, I like that. I like that. <laughs> the den of the boobs. I like that. So um, yeah, there's a lot of like promise, like really cool, promising things about this show. And I hope we go back to like the journey because right now it's he has to qualify to be part of the team. And then hopefully the team moves out because uh, we're just kind of just stuck in the spot right now. But um, yeah, stuck in dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I really like this show. Um, one thing is I kind of want to go back to the first one, just like a lot of shows now. But um, it's one of yeah, these but things. You said you didn't you didn't like the first one. I didn't watch the first one that much. I watched maybe an episode here and there. And back uh -huh. then the etchy got on my nerves. Uh -huh. So I I'm wondering if I could just tolerate it now because there was this one. <laughs> well, there was one. There's this one huge scene that they played from the first season because basically he's following in his grandfather's footsteps where like the girl from the original series or the woman now from the original series, she had a flashback 
because of like a line that he said. He like said it almost word for word of what his grandfather said. And she's like, oh my God, this brings me back. So I'm like, I kind of want to be in her shoes. Whereas like I've lived through the first season and now anything that replays, I'm like, ah, that's from the first season. And I could be in, be with her. So right now I feel left out whenever they do that. So it's definitely something you want to continue watching though. Yes, I will definitely um, put it on hold for now. And then um, whenever my backlog show rolls around, I'm going to go ahead and watch it. So the next show, which I believe is the last show, is Vanishing is Line. It? Is it? Have we gotten to that point yet? Let's see. I think we've uh, covered King everything. Wars, Ancient Magus's Bride, Junai, Black Clover, King's Game. Well, I did have uh, the continuation of Elegant Yokai Apartment, but that's just more just the same thing I've already been doing. Okay. That one. So yeah, we can we can uh, talk about that one too. I will add it to the list. But uh, so the next show we're gonna be talking about is Vanishing Line, which is actually yeah. part of the Garo series, which I didn't know. Really? This is like the third one, I think. Oh well, I'm kind of thrown in the middle of that. I don't think I've seen the other ones on that. Yes. Have, have you watched this one though? Yes, I've seen three episodes. Okay. Is it just me? <laughs> is it just me, or did they decide whoever was making this series? is I'm going to take all of the tropes, all of the cliches about America, and I'm going to throw it in and make it an anime. You know what? Now that you say that, I'm starting to see all of that. <laughs> it, it, this is what it seems like to me. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I'm not going to dog on it for any reason on that. But it just seems like I, the more I was watching it, I just started grinning more and more, looking at it going... Oh my God! This is like they just took all things stereotypical American and be like, "We're gonna throw it in here. We're gonna throw that in here. We're gonna put that in there." I mean, you think about it. Yeah. His his base of operations that he keeps getting his information from is a '80s diner. Yes. Which they wear the outfits that you would have seen from that in that in that time frame. The waitress yeah. and everything. And there's red, white, and blue makeup, right? Something like that. Okay. But then like. The meal that he orders is like a huge steak yeah. with fries and mashed, like, so much. I'm just, like, overhaul. Like, I'm like, well, yeah, that's probably something stereotypical there. And his personality is so, like, over the top in regards to that. I mean, he's the womanizer. Yeah. Always going after the ladies, regardless. And uh, he's just, like, the big, brawny... I'm going to, like, barrel my way through and use just so much force until it finally works out kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm looking at it going, that's literally his personality. And I swear, it's like they literally took everything that in regards to, like, America and been like, you know what? This is how we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm totally on board with that. I'm totally him. Yeah. <laughs> I am totally on board with that. Um, I wasn't sure how I was going to handle it, but, you know, I like his his bike. I like the fact that he has, like, a um, a sort of quid pro quo for that with, with his bike, how, you know, he's the, the gung-ho, beat-em-up kind of personality, where his, gun, his, his bike's personality is kind of like, really? We're doing this again? I wonder if he has yeah. a Harley. Huh? I wonder if the bike is a Harley, because that would be also, like, another American thing. Yeah, that would be if that was the case though too but even even then it's like you know and his bike actually has more reasoning than he does half the time yeah um but i like the other characters too i mean mm -hmm. the the his um what do you call him lucas or luke um, i think it's luke yeah yeah the one who's like the gunner who's kind of the quiet type and then gets annoyed about his obnoxious 
over-the-top behavior, yeah. being like, come on, we're not supposed to be in the limelight, we're not supposed to be drawing attention to ourselves, and what do you do? You blow up a tanker in the middle of a bridge, <laughs> of course you're drawing attention, you know. <laughs> he's like, you're no fun, you're a spoil yeah, sport. He's like, <laughs> he's like stop it! So... Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I, it's over the top. It's so cliched and, 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 and a lot of ways predictable and so many things that they do. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? This is definitely one of those that I don't have to think about. Yeah. I can literally just sit back, enjoy the ride for what it's going to be for the ridiculousness that it's going to be. And I'm still on board with it. Totally. Yep. Um, I want to know what's the deal with El Dorado uh, I want to find out what's you know. I was a little I was a little sad when the girl from the first episode didn't appear again till like the fourth episode, like the second and third episode. I'm looking at it going, well, where'd she go? I thought we were gonna be like on board with this with her, and then she didn't show up for the longest time. Yeah. But then she came back, and I'm like, okay, now we're now we're back on. I felt I felt like we had like diverged from it you know like mm-hmm. we had been like well we want to introduce these other two characters that are somehow related to this yeah and then we'll go back to the actual story you know i'm like okay I, i'm okay with that we can we can go back to where we need to be um but i'm interested like the the yokai and these monsters who either inhabit people and turn them into like horrible horrible monsters or you know inhabit like inanimate objects or whatever and and cause people you know havoc and craziness i'm like i'm totally on board wanting to know where these things are coming from what it has to do with el dorado what happened with this girl with this girl's brother um all of it i'm just like hell yeah sign me up i'm all I, i i get onto this so but i mean he's again he's the cliched hero too he always comes in at the last minute saves the day does whatever he has to do you know, so I'm like, eh, whatever. We'll 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 we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. Okay. Nothing, nothing amazing here. I'm not gonna say anything's groundbreaking or anything. Though the animations, top notch. I think I'm, I'm yeah. like love that, digging the animation that they did for it. Um, but again, there's really nothing like amazing about it. I feel it's just like it it is what it is, and we just kind of go along with it. So yeah. So um, uh some parts of this show are a little gruesome and I gotta be like Ugh. but other than that um it's actually really cool I like how exaggerated the fights are um it's kind of like the camera is struggling to keep up with the fight where it's like it's chasing the dude and he's just like reaching bang bah! and the camera's like wait 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 okay now I'm here and it's like Oh, dodging <laughs> elbows and stuff like that. So it's really cool that um, the camera is like so um, animated as it is. Um, the first episode was a little much to keep track of. Um, I couldn't tell mostly what was going on at like the climax of the fight. But then in episode two, when there was a tag team fight, I really liked how they kind of reined it in. And I was actually able to like follow everything. So, um, it's getting better. Like, I like how there's three main, um, warriors, I guess. And they're, um, trying to track down the hollows. Um, I do want more time with the girl and find out, like, with her brother and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, yeah. yeah, like the how she was. Well, you, uh, you you're on. Have you watched just three episodes or four three. episodes? Yeah, I know. I, okay. Like how you said, she shows up in the fourth episode again. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's gonna be cool. Yeah, we we get we get back to her and and find out what's going on with her and her issues and whatnot. Mm-hmm. A little bit more backstory. I'm hoping once now that they've kind of teamed back up again that we'll get like more of a full story now as far as on episode five. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. So um, one thing that I'm learning about you is that um, if the 3D is super duper stylized, you don't even care. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's it's more. OK, I will say this for me, like, OK, for CG, as far as it goes, like I was totally on board with it when I watched, say, like Appleseed. Yeah, you're, like because that to me made sense. Yeah, it's futuristic. You're going to have kind of like this robotic almost thing. Things weren't human. I'm totally on board with that. Can totally see that. Uh, with Final Fantasy and and uh, Kingsglaive and the uh, Final Fantasy VII one, it, it was so well done that I didn't even care. Mm-hmm. That it was like, okay, that's great. And then with things like Garo, I'm like, I can see it every now and then. And it'll, it'll hit my mind being like, oh, 3D. But at the same time, there's so much going on. And it all happens so fast. I'm trying to keep up, and it doesn't really bother me as much with that yeah. regards. You know, mm-hmm. it's those moments when we have, like, you know, say for instance, uh, what's that really popular one? Um, it's not even as it, 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 it's in Texas as far as like the the main uh, RBW or RBY. Oh, Ruby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know it's really popular. Yeah. It's hugely popular, but it's a 3D animation kind of thing, uh-huh. and. They have so many slow moments where like nothing's really going on. You're only looking at the characters and nothing else. And I'm like, oh, this feels horrible. Yeah, I can't. It feels horrible. There's nothing going on. There's no reasoning for this. There's no reason why this couldn't have been 2D animation. Y'all just wanted to do a 3D animation with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, no, I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing where, where I think it comes in. So and when Ooh, it just yeah. looks wrong and it looks off and doesn't feel right and doesn't have a purpose then and and you're you're literally just doing dialogue like a slice of life type story i'm like come on no okay no 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 no. can't do it yeah there's a lot of parts in this show like especially the fight scenes where it would be incredibly difficult to do in 2d so i do like how super duper stylized it is um me i have a history with garo i don't really like garo um, the first two seasons, I tried to watch the first one. I tried to watch the second one. I didn't like either. And for some reason, I didn't know this one was Garo until the until I got looked at it on Crunchyroll. And it was like Garo Vanishing Line. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> but I went ahead and gave it a shot, like I do um, every series that comes out for Garo, and I love it. Like yeah. there's certain parts that like definitely like like how how parts of it look like a mix between a metallic lion and Karas. You remember mm-hmm. the 3D Karas? Yeah. Like how everything's like oh, yeah. super de- like super detailed and like sharp edges and all that kind of stuff. Like that style is 100% Garo. So as soon as it said Garo and then the intro started playing, I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely a Garo series. But when it's not doing that, one, I don't recognize it. And two, it's so stylized that it blends together. So I'm on board for this series. Um, oh, yeah. And then the story's interesting enough to where I'm like, yeah, let's go. And the guy yeah. is not, um, he's like, yeah, he appreciates the a nice physique from a woman, but he doesn't, he's not perverted about it. 
No, well, I mean, well, I, 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 honestly, when he does stuff like that, I just laugh. Yeah, because he, like, he'll see somebody and he's like, "Oh, good job." <laughs> so <Thank> I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's funny. He's not like tripping and falling on the woman and has his hand like upper underwear and stuff like that. So I'm yeah, glad, yeah. I'm glad it's not silly like that. He, I would say this, he. Is definitely one who would be looking at a woman, but he was—he's respectful enough not to do anything involving with that. Yeah. So I like—I appreciate that. But still, it—it's it, literally after the first episode. My impression of him, of the anime, of everything that happened, of of how over the top everything was. I'm the, my first thought to me was, I'm like, literally, I feel like whoever made this was like, you know what? Let's take all the tropes. All the stereotypes of, of, of America, let's just throw them all into this. Just <laughs> cram them all into as much as we can. Because I was like, this is literally just reminding me of just all of that, which yeah. is just hilarious and funny, and I'm totally on board with it. So, <laughs> cool. Yeah, um, I'm glad I finally like a, um, a Garo series. So, this is uh, yeah. looking good. The last show we're going to be talking about is Yokai Apato no Yuga no Nichijo, or Yokai Apartment like Life. Yokai <laughs> Apartment Life. Yes, I don't have an updated yes. image for it. Uh, so this is a continuation from last season. Um, they literally just is one of the few. Seems like this is a rare thing to happen nowadays where you actually have an anime that lasts more than 12 episodes in a season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really don't see that happen carryovers for last season don't seem to happen that often mm-hmm. um but i'm glad this one did I'm, I'm glad this one did i still enjoy it it's still an awesome series i think anyone who's hasn't gotten onto it yet definitely i'd say check it out get into it um it's it's a it's a slice of life for sure it's a kid just trying to make his 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 living trying to get to school trying to do what he needs to do uh, but then he lives in an apartment with yokai and monsters and stuff like that. And then, you know, he's also now has his magical uh, tome, his grimorum, I guess, essentially, uh, which doesn't have, like, huge power, but at least he has allies and magics that he can do with it. And, you know, it's it's him balancing his his school life, his work life, his home life, and him basically training himself and his off time in order to become more in tune with his spiritual, I guess, nature Mm -hmm. to where he can actually use and control. And the more he powers himself up, the more he powers the book up and gains more power through that. So, um, you know, and it's the dynamics and relationships, the characters I, I enjoy, um, not just, you know, because you have the human interaction, but then the monster interaction with it, I also enjoy. And I still, still want to know the freaking writer that is in that apartment complex. I want to know if he's actually human or not, because there's some instances where I'm looking at it going, I don't know if you're human because you, you do things. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know if that's going to be like a big plot twist throw off. That's something's going to happen with that. But it's interesting. Okay. And and much like some of the rest of the stories with like with with blood block or blood blockade battlefront and um, Kino's journey and stuff like that, it seems like each day, even though there's a continuation with characters, that there's there's no necessary direction it's going in. It's just a day by day kind of thing, and you don't know what to expect. 
anything can happen. You know, some new yokai shows up or some festival or some something happens, something goes on, and we're just kind of like, okay, now we're we're going off in this direction, and we're going to do this, and it's it's episodic, so. Um, very much kind of seeing what's going on, seeing nice little, nice little venture. So, cool. Yeah, this is this is on the back burner for me. Um, it was a, uh, it was pretty cool um, when I started it, but um, yeah, there's a couple. Of, uh, I don't have enough time to watch everything, so I chose. <laughs> Plus, last season was garbage for me as far as free time. So, um, I'm actually able to watch what ten shows this season. So, uh, up with them now. Yeah, that's the thing. I'll probably cut it in half. Because there's some stuff I want to start for um, next year. But, um, yeah, the show was actually pretty, pretty good. And uh, I will definitely come back to it whenever I make my second pass through all the anime. Alright. Well, that has been Monthly Catch-Up number 31 live. Um, we shall be back at the end of next month for uh, the upcoming 2018 winter shows. Yes. So, um, any, I, I any idea any ones coming out that you know of that it's going to be I think, sequels or anything? Well, I know something's going to happen next year. I just don't know when it's going to happen. So I'm like, One Punch Man two is coming out. Oh, um, absolutely. I think that um, oh, Fooly Cooly is going to be coming out. I yep. think that um, Index three might be coming out. So yeah, heard about that one. There's a bunch of like really big shows that I'm looking forward to. Um, as far as next season, like what's going to be happening in like the next, um, two months, I don't know for sure. I haven't looked, um, at the list yet, but, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to those three big shows that are coming up. Definitely. Um, as far as the anime channel, I have been working very hard on some stuff now that I got my free time back. Um, the backlog, which is like a version of this show, but back of the past, started in 1996. It'll be going all the way up until we started the channel. And it may continue and like pick up shows that we never finished or never actually talked about. So that's going to be like, like many, many, many episodes. Um, <laughs> Then I have my reaction videos, anime theater, that I'm doing. Um, I'm starting those, and those will be the shows that I actually revisit from back in 1996 on. Um, coming up next month, or coming up in December, will be the 12 Days of Anime. I am going to be doing some top five videos. Kind of like the one you did for 2014. But uh, I think I'm going to focus mostly on characters, because there's... There's so much stuff I want to do, and I don't have enough time to be able to knock out 12 videos that quickly. So, um, just like every year, the 12 Days of Anime, I'm going to be doing that again. And that'll start December 1st. The uh, announcement video will be coming out in a few weeks. I don't really know when everybody's starting that, but uh, that'll be coming out soon. So, um, yeah, as always, this has been Big D and Shade. We will be back in a month talking about the new shows of 2018, and uh, we'll see y'all next time. Bye! Bye!